April 17th. You're here on the Talking Reckless Podcast. Oliver Aguilar. Hello. I'm here. Hello. Non-beard. Non, non-beard. Non-beard? Apostrophe. This is, this, is a, this is a pro-beard podcast, I'm sorry Absolutely. to say. Uh, Brandon Makowiecki. Hello. The Welcome. streak remains intact. Yeah, that's crazy. Three in a row. A hat trick. We should all throw hats at my television. <laughs> that seems like a good choice. Kevin Byer? You know, let me tell you why you should not throw hats at your television. Why Why shouldn't you throw hats at your television? There's one reason. There's only one reason. There, there is only one reason. Uh, some of my friends and I play the NHL games once a week. So we've been playing since, like, NHL 11. And we get together every Wednesday, drink, and play hockey. And whenever somebody gets a hat trick, we throw our hats at the TV. Because you're getting a hat trick, right? It's, yeah. It's what you do. Yeah. Sure. As per uh, custom. <laughs> as per custom. So lately I've been noticing uh, throwing hats at the TV actually causes damage to the TV. It, it breaks the pixels. It kills pixels on your TV. Start throwing stuff at your screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would have known, I've right? I've seen that one coming. There's lots. <laughs> There's like, uh, there has to be like a good 10 spots or so where it's... I mean, there's, there's. I, I would give it a rough, rough estimate of between 40 and 70 dead pixels. Each one of those squares is way more than one pixel. Okay, it's, it's well, super however many... 40 to 70 40 squares? 40 to 70 squares. Because they're each probably like 10 by 10, if nah, you can see them. that's not how that works. If you can see them, they're probably a few pixels. Are well, they are they dead, or are they just kind of warped? Oh, no, they're dead. Straight dead. Well, yeah. no, I, On, I could... A TV? Yeah. Throw that TV away. It's, that's what fine. I told them. There's nothing wrong with it. When it shows like a black uh, screen, when it should just be black, it looks like you're seeing stars because the dead pixels don't show the black properly. See, this right here <laughs> it's like a night sky well, if it's gonna is be your Chell TV as to why I'm able to like a game like Mass Effect. We'll get into that. Why are you able to like a game? <laughs> so before we leave that, did the fans in the game throw hats on the ice? Yeah, yeah, they do. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That's all right. Just had to make sure. Can you? Do they throw other I things think, on the ice? I think the squid. <laughs> yeah, squid. Only if you play in, in Detroit. That, Detroit. Yeah, yeah, no, we've we've never. Well, we've we've never played as Detroit, and I don't. Um, we've probably never lost to Detroit. So gotcha. there might. Do not they have still been. do that in Detroit? Do you guys know? No, they're not allowed anymore. What? Yeah, no. The I I don't remember when it was. A couple of years ago, somebody threw a squid on during a playoff game because that's what you do yeah, and he got ejected wow. that's fucking lame so, so yeah don't throw squid on the ice I, mean, I don't know anything about sports I know that Detroit people throw squids on yeah. ice and that's the yeah, thing that's, as per that's custom sports yeah, and someone comes like shovels up the squid imagine like, imagine like it's Det- a living squid yeah they put it back in the, the ocean lake <laughs> I don't know where Detroit is imagine Detroit Kevin and his buddies getting together play Oh yeah! If we were in Detroit, it'd be like, "All right, guys, I got the cooler full of squid." As a Canadian, I prefer to refer to them as Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, there you go. The great French city. Why, Kevin? You uh, brought up something I don't even can't make sense. Whatever garbage you said, you're able to like Mass Effect because of some reasons. The dead pixels cover up the the graphic problems. Oh, no. is that okay? <laughs> no, no. I'm with you now. Kind of makes sense. You guys are of the of the mindset that that TV is completely useless. I should throw it away. It's There's no reason to ever watch anything on that TV. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Correct. I'm of the mindset that that TV still works just fine. It's, Some it's, might say it's, it's the best TV portrays, that they've made in years. It still portrays what it needs to portray, and I get out of it what I need to get out of it. The multiplayer that they've put on that TV is... <laughs> mm, 
Really something. There's going to be a patch any day that's going to make that TV great. No, that TV <laughs> would need a few, patches, a few patches. Even with the patch. Three or four months from now, that TV will probably be like a real solid. No, let me tell you, I, I went online and I found out that you can like massage the dead pixels in such a way that might bring them back. Yeah, you can do lots of weird stuff. Yeah, I'm never going to actually try to do it. But... Wait, that's real? Yeah, I never actually read that. Yeah. yeah. It's a thing. You can like uh, put on patterns because it's just a stuck pixel. You can do patterns that'll try oh, and jostle it. I see. Yeah, you can play like video or whatever. Like you can pixel s- fixer videos. Just, yeah, get yeah. all the epileptics out of the house and go. Because when I bought my Vita, you could yeah. barely remember what it was called. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, someone else owns a Vita. Oh yeah, I was all about it. I bought it used, oh, and it smart. came with a dead pixel. And for the longest time, I tried. I tried to do what I could and yeah I seen I uh, I read about those massaging the screens and stuff I read about these pixel fixer videos we bring bring it over we'll wrap it in a towel I'm gonna put it in the oven 200 <laughs> degrees <laughs> now you're stealing my jokes did you like what do you think about Nintendo's stance on the dead pixels on the switch of we don't care uh, that thing has like a bunch of that thing is warping now apparently from the heat nice you see the pictures of like no that's awesome the though. shell is yeah bubbling out and I mean I don't know how widespread that is but I oh, just like the fact that like there's dead pixels and their response is suck it up yeah no, that's not good hey, it's yeah, working that's, as that's, intended that's great come on that's great I don't that the, the switch has a ton of hardware problems yeah, yeah. I'd like to want us to send their joy cons back to get them full of conductive foam right so, but like if you're willing to to take ownership of your fault and fix it i respect that they're just no they said they didn't say it wasn't a problem they just said it didn't warrant a yeah they said that's how lcds work and yeah, yeah like, they're like yeah dead pixels are a thing that happens on lcds we're not gonna replace the switch would for you dead pixel. if you got a new monitor would you replace it for one pixel yes would you try yeah oh I, no I, don't i if i would be super pissed if this was my i think it's hot bullshit because like i they won't replace monitors for one pixel i know there's a certain number really yeah I think so, at least at like the the local shop. But I mean, come on, that one pixel is actually a ten by ten thing. If that's like a hundred pixels right there. Yep. <laughs> so they should replace it on your TV. It is a hundred <laughs> pixels. It's the metal fucking bean on the top of of the ball cap. You didn't tell me that thing is exactly a pixel big. No, that thing is huge and it destroys the screen wherever it hits. I mean, the the brim of the hat destroys the screen too, and is also bigger than one <laughs> pixel. The entire hat is weaponized at this point. I think. <laughs> Do you still throw hats? I mean, why would you stop now? I guess it might stop working completely, but what's a couple more? Well, I mean, scars. There you go. Right, this TV's been through a lot. Yeah, some, seen some shit. So, like, how many hat tricks per week do you get? Uh, it's two to three. Two to three. Yeah, and each person throws a hat, so that's four that? hats per. Times per attempt. Two, times two to three times. If someone per... like shows up without a hat, do you like go to your way to make sure they have a hat for that scenario? Uh, I have house hats. House hats for right. situations where somebody doesn't have a hat. That's good. And uh, sometimes when I have to throw that uh, giant top hat that I have, <laughs> that that those days are always good. It's like, well, I, this is the only hat to throw. <laughs> Huck it at the TV. Because you said pretty close to that thing too. Like it's only like what four or five feet. Uh, no, it's more. It's more than that. It's probably a good. Seven to eight feet away right. from where we're it's sitting. Still pretty. Yeah. I mean, it's close. You get a good, good throw. Yeah, <laughs> you can really break a TV from that distance. You could, mm-hmm. but I mean, it hasn't happened yet. You want to buy my TV? I want to buy a new OLED. I don't want to buy your TV. No. no. Okay. No. All right. I. Uh, it's a I, good TV. That's uh, not that one I'm looking at. No, I'm thinking yeah. of uh, thinking of looking into a, to a projector for the basement. Oh, want to buy want to buy my projector? No. Oh, damn. No, yours. I know how bad yours is. Yours is worse than my TV with all the dead pixels. What? It randomly turns off all the time. That's never happened. Except every time. That's never happened. Fuck you. 
<laughs> I, uh, I recently bought a new projector. I bought a new projector because mine died. And uh, I pulled the needs here. I had it, I've had it for like almost two months. And then I like emailed Amazon. I'm like, okay, I don't want this anymore. Please take it back. I know it's outside your return policy, but... When have I ever... What? When, when yeah, I was you're like, like Mr. Return everything. Yeah, that's true. Only... You are. Yeah, it's true. And so then I'm like, I'm like, come on, give me this one timer. And I was expecting like, to have to deal with a back and forth. They're like, nope, here's a return label. Send it back. Full money. So, yeah, Amazon's great. Yeah, I'm going to go buy like a much more expensive, ridiculous projector now. Ah, projectors. They're great. You're so... I've always wondered this. You're you're pretty big in your projectors, then, yeah, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. I think it's just me. But like, do they have good picture in them? Like, do they put out good picture? I think so. Like, I have a nice, um, not like you guys, nice, but like a nice uh, Samsung television upstairs, like a fifty-five inch. And oh, yes, it's better. He said our TVs are nice. Yeah, you know, it's you nice. guys are like old. talking them up a bunch. No, but, no, yeah, mine's mine, like the same thing. Like, it's five years, years old. Ago. It was like two grand. Um, and that's better, right? But yours sounds newer than ours. Yeah, yeah. Eleven years ago, our TVs were hot shit. Oh yeah. But now, um, it's not as good. But you get a full light controlled room, and you get a 120 inch screen, right? So they're good. Like, yeah, it's not perfect, but who cares? It's my thing. How far back do you have to sit from 120 inches? Uh, it's how far should you sit? I think like my closest seats. I have like tiered seating. Is yeah, eight feet. A little closer than that. It's huh. it's closer than you should be for it. But I think it's fine. Yeah, you have to like crane your neck occasionally to see. Is there a room with windows? No, no, no. Basement completely light controlled. Yeah, you definitely need that. Yeah, because mm. I have windows in my basement. But you can like tinfoil them off or something, or put foam yeah. in them. Make it look like a crack house. Well, it already looks like a crack house. <laughs> Just buy some extra tarps when you have to go buy your your. Yeah, because I because I now gotta go buy a new tarp. <laughs> what <Yeah>. happened? <laughs> I, I came home uh, from hockey because we watched uh, the Oilers Sharks game on Wednesday. And I came home, and the tarp was still there on the castle because we we wrap it up for the winter so that it doesn't get you gotta wrap your castle snow and ice and shit smart. breaking into it. So it's there when I got home Wednesday and when I left for work on Thursday. And when I came home from work, I'm like, it's gone. So I'm like, oh, that kind of makes sense. I'm sure my dad came over and took the tarp off for some reason. He, yeah, he's got to get the castle out. Yeah, Sun's he, out, castle out. <laughs> he he he's one of those guys that just. Comes over whenever he wants to. Who I whose parents does that? <laughs> Some people's parents, huh? I, I don't understand it. <laughs> it happens here all the time. Yeah, all the fucking time. So so I phone him up and I'm like, so uh, did you come over today? He's like, no, why? I'm like, oh, because the tarp's gone. He's like, oh. So I go outside and and look at it, get a closer inspection. Yep, no tarp. And, <laughs> Well, no, because <laughs> yes, no tarp. Picking, picking up like specks of dust and grass. And, hmm, there is no tarp. But uh, so I found there was a piece of the tarp that was cut off from the rest of the main tarp. So this is like CSI. Someone, now. someone is being framed. So what I figure, and and my dad agrees with me on this, is when, Corro- it's, when it started story. to snow yesterday. There was a homeless person who lives in the ravine by my house <laughs> who That's has probably true. been walking past the street every once in a while during the winter Scoping and, out your tarp. and yeah, sees the tarp, the right? So there comes a situation where, you know, I need a tarp right now. I got to get this this rain off of all of my worldly possessions that are my currently cans. in the bottom my, of this ravine. My shopping cart. Maybe it's like the the uh, bucket guy outside Rexall when he has to get yeah, his buckets dry. there you go. So, uh... So we figure he went in when it was night, when it was dark, and tried to grab the tarp off like real quick. And he grabbed it and found out that it was secured because we had it uh, 
bungeed like bungeed yeah. down strapped to the castle so he probably panicked pulled out his knife cut off the part of the tarp that was secured grabbed the tarp and then realized oh look there's a bungee cable because he took the bungee cable too I'm just imagining like Kevin and his dad just like with like a whiteboard drawing out the, <laughs> yeah. the steps that happened to this like, flipped open his standard it, issue homeless guy knife could, could, could this be with one guy there had to be a second guy there, there could have been you a have second a grassy guy knoll I never got home. through that so yeah my dad told me he's like yeah you know after you prepare yourself you should go down to the ravine but not before well no because you need you would need to be prepared to confront a homeless guy for stealing your tarp that's right so he's like, yeah, you should just walk down to the ravine and see if you can find any homeless people living down there with tarps. You should just get all up in their face. You're going to claim a tarp Is that like a homeless from guy. From a homeless guy, that's Unless right. it says buyer <laughs> on it. He has the matching scrap. He oh, can hold yeah, the, right. the can missing hold it up. cut up and like take that guy away to homeless jail. <laughs> hey, he'd probably be happy in homeless jail. Yeah, he's probably. not living in ravine anymore. Three squares. Yeah. It probably saved his life after this. Like, And see, that's we kind of realized after the fact, that, you know what? The, the kind of person who needed to steal this tarp and cut it off and just get it right away is, the, you know what? You deserve the tarp. He needs it. But or, now your castle's covered in snow. Or right? had like a yeah, body no, died. That's, that's sad. Yeah, it could have been because they Something needed the Something sinister. Body. Needed yeah. it in a hurry. He's like, oh shit, what do we... Uh, uh, grab that tarp. Grab that guy's tarp. And now I'm going to be uh, framed stuck. because... Throw me your homeless guy knife. They're going to find the cutout piece yeah, of the tarp. Can, they're going to match it to the tarp. Be like, this. You got to burn that chunk of tarp. It's evidence now. I'll just plant it on someone. You got to go wipe the castle down, though. Get all your fingerprints off that castle? Yeah. <laughs> Matt, you want this tarp piece that I got for no reason whatsoever? Yeah, okay. okay. Sure. Yeah. I'll put it up next to our cool new foam that's on the walls here in the studio. It's, it is pretty cool. Can you guys hear the foam? It's in the official TW colors, even. Oh, yeah. These are them. Black and blue. Yeah. Is that them? Yeah, of course. Cool. That's our, it goes right with our tagline. We'll leave you black and blue. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yep. Smooth. <laughs> That's, hey, I didn't make it up. I just read it here. That's true. Yeah. That's That That goes back ages. Yeah. I mean, it played a lot better. Yeah. You know, if you know the source material. Of course. The, in the original the original tongue. Yeah. Uh, what uh, What have you guys been up to? Oh, what have you been doing? Nothing. Playing Mass Effect. Is there, okay. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about that. We should talk about it. Yeah, I played Mass Effect too. Kevin, you play Mass Effect? Yeah, I play Mass Effect. Brandon hasn't played Mass Effect. I play Mass Effect. Impartial uh, judge. Like I, I played three. I haven't played the new one. I've mm. played Andromeda, but I've I've heard a lot of stuff about it. Yeah, nothing Wait. but good. I take it. So you played the original trilogy? I only played three. Oh, and like a bit of the oh, other ones because I bought like I got like the whole. I walked in to buy three because I got like coerced into it, and they're like, "We got one like super special collector's edition left." I'm like, "Yeah, no, hit me." And they're like, "Here's a T-shirt and all this crap." So I was like, "I was in." <laughs> so yeah, I've only I've only played three. And you have, it, so how does Mass Effect like from your point of view? What is Mass Effect to you? Like, is it a good game? Yeah, no, it's solid. Three was three was great. It's it's Dragon Age in space. Space. I don't like when you guys compare it to Dragon Age. Well, because Dragon Age was my first hit on that kind of style because they're similar games. There's a lot of I parallels. Know, I know. So oh, okay. so Dragon Age was my in- introduction to it. I just to that style, right? And Mass Effect felt like the same thing. It's Kotor in the Milky Way. Sure. <laughs> it's Bioware making the one kind of game that they know how to make. Yeah, and absolutely. I, I get that. It's just I sort of hold uh, Mass Effect. In higher regard than Kotor or Mass or holding it Dragon over Kotor, like I haven't played a lot of or Kotor really, but like that's hailed as one of the greatest things ever. Like holding it higher know, than that is, is a high bar. I don't. I have. I've never played it either. But back when it was hot shit, like I wasn't into Star Wars. 
Yeah, but now like, that I am kind of into Star Wars, I probably would like it, but I don't know if it holds up. Matt shaking his head. I think it, I think it holds up. I just don't think you like it. You no? can play it no. on uh, tablet. I heard that version was maybe not. My, maybe I'm thinking of Baldur's Gate, actually. Oh, really? Maybe I don't know how the tablet version of There is a tablet was. Baldur's Gate? Yeah, the Enhanced Edition. Well, I played the Enhanced Edition, but I didn't know it was tablet. Yeah, yeah that we same played enhanced the Enhanced Edition. edition. That was it, wasn't, it wasn't good. Planescape's coming terrible. out. I think Planescape, Planescape is out. Yeah, it came out like a, a couple days ago. Mm. Another Edmonton company. The Beamdog? Yeah, Beamdog. Yeah, Beam, yeah same, same for, as yeah. the Baldur's Gate yeah, yeah. people. yeah. yeah. X-Bioware. Yeah, I think so. Trent Oster. I don't know that name. Yep. I did like the um, the teaser they had for Planescape. They put up like the Planescape website, but it was Plan Escape, and it was like a travel company. Hmm. And they had like a countdown. I don't get it. <laughs> Plan just, just kidding. Like, right. No, okay. I'm there. All oh, right. my God. I'm, I'm with you. It's like a volleyball game. Keep the momentum going. Plan your escape? Uh-huh. To Andromeda. Okay. I did, and then I escaped from Andromeda. You did. You returned it. Thank God. You returned it. See? Yeah. Who Did we say that on the show that he's the guy that returned shit? Yeah. yeah, yeah that was just a few yeah. minutes ago. Isaac, I pulled the needs. I'm returning something. He's the guy the... who buys it with coupons and then returns it. <laughs> 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 Buy it with coupons? <laughs> oh, the robot vacuum's out. The robot vacuum's out. Is it? Going. Yeah, it's How? coming. It's coming this way. Yeah. The thing's like ten years old. It's still trucking. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, That's yeah. kind of crazy because yeah, mine didn't last ten years old. Ten years. That's it. Can you go? Hit the button on top so it stops vacuuming. While did you we're uh, <laughs> did you throw a bunch of hats at it? No, no. it uh, it crapped it's out perfectly fine. A, still, <laughs> a, a part of it crapped out and they replaced it later, which was awesome. I love that robot vacuum. Yeah, that thing's great. I thought you like put it in the oven and tried to fix it yourself. Yeah, and it worked. That works more than you'd think. That's how I'm building the mute buttons for the podcast. All the ingredients go in the project box, bake at 350 for an hour. Yeah. Stick a toothpick in, if it comes yeah. up clean, you're good, right? Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I got my money back. I, I took advantage of the uh, Origin Refund program. There's an Origin Refund program, too. Yeah, it has been for a long time. Okay. Kevin and I found out when we bought The Sims 4... Yep. And then he rebought The Sims 4. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> can you, like, if you, like, buy it, return it, and then buy it again, can you return it again? Like, probably. Yeah, I would, I would I'm sure. Not. I'm sure eventually they would, like. I feel like for science, someone should try that. Just, like, every day, buy a game, play it for an hour, refund it. See, I just see felt how long it so takes. bad about returning it because only scumbags buy things and return them. And those Sims that you just it's left to well, I feel Yeah, that's right. I return uh, quite a few VR games these days because yeah. VR is kind. VR is very, very hit or miss. That's kind of scummy too, because I mean these guys are trying to make these games for this platform that uh, you guys are trying to proliferate. Uh, you're giving them. They're giving them yeah, too much credit. From, from our perspective, it's everybody and their brother is shitting out the fastest, crappiest, lowest budget game they can on VR to cash in. It's they're the like, whole voting with you your dollars find. type thing. I mean, yeah. If it's shitty, then you vote yeah, like you, nay, and you keep you keep the good ones. Okay. You keep the ones that stick. Like with these you. are like you just you can see the complete lack of effort they got. You know, oh, they, they built like, it in UE and they spent twenty minutes doing it, and like they didn't even try. And it's, okay. obviously, it's a cash grab. Right? Fine. Yeah. Like the Eats is going to return games that are like legit, but they suck. I will keep those because yeah, I'm, I'm it's with not you. true. Like, <laughs> like there's people put some effort, but there's some that are VR, especially where it's obvious that they don't give a shit and they're in it for the money. Well, that's shitty. Mass Effect has been the only game I've returned in a very long time, how? not accounting VR tech demos. <laughs> how much? Uh, how much Andromeda did you play before you returned it? Uh, I two hours. I got to the first planet and got that meter to like sixty six percent. My my AVPs or whatever oh, you're you know talking about, your yeah, aliens you, versus yeah. predators. My my Inquisition readiness meter. 
you go around sixty percent, and you you develop that that planet as yes. best you can to sixty yes. percent. Yeah, not enough. I still have a bunch of shit to do. You can't do all that shit because of the radiation level. Well, you can't do high. it all at oh, once. Oh, what? I thought... Yeah, you can't get it to 100% your first trip to a planet. Yeah. Oh, that, I totally thought it was going to hold me there to like, you, now you beat this planet, move on to the next one. No, they allow you to move on like Yeah, like you, can, you can move... Like oh. the second planet, the ice planet that I'm on, yep. uh, I'm working to restore the, the, the weather on it to make it livable, but all that shit I don't have to do. Wait, wait, None wait. of that's part of the main story. So the weather... You show up to Andromeda... And the space weather is fucked up, and then you go and you fix the space weather so that your ship can get moving again. And then you go to EOS where the weather is fucked up, and you fix the weather. It's not EOS, but it's another thing. But yeah. yeah, it's a it's a nice planet. No, no, you go. The first planet is EOS, right? Yes. And then you go to the second planet. Where the, is, is the weather? Is it just fixing the weather on every? Well, are no, you just here to fix the ma- weather? It's making it inhabitable. Fixing it's, the weather okay, is it's more than fixing. It's yeah. literally fixing the weather in that first one. It's like this: there are storms that we can't. There's yeah, yeah get storm out of here. anomalies or whatever, and you go into the base or the whatever the hole, and then you fix it through that technology. Yeah, and in the ice planet, by holding your hand up and something only humans can do. Yeah, that feels like really the Pathfinder hacks together, right? Because you should be able to just flip the terraforming switch and you're good. Like, what? What is? Why do you have to go down to the planet? Like, is it? Is it a reasonable story explanation of why? No. Yeah. At least it, not it's to the when alien I technology that yeah. allows the terraforming to happen. It's not the humans did not bring terraforming technology with them. But you have to like go down there and just flip the switch. And that's then, correct. And only humans can do it. No, like that, that feels a little contrived. Other alien races can't do it. Other alien, another For alien race reason. tries to do it and can't. No, and that is the impetus of why this alien race is attacking you. Apparently, is that because humans can do it and you can't. But legit, like maybe there's a payoff there, right? We don't know. I the don't payoff know. is I've the fact that no payoff. Yeah, it's <laughs> the Sam implant that is interfacing with it, and the aliens don't have that. Well, so interface. that fucking part makes no sense either. Why doesn't that of make just sense? Like, but I, the Pathfinder, am about to die and have five seconds to uh, imbue my powers to someone else, which is going to be me being like, Sam, give my child a stroke so that you have to rebuild her brain and why Why is, why, th- explain to me the cutscene of like the neurons all dying and her having like, she died flashbacks. Didn't she? Yeah. She as did. a result of Sam like fucking jumping into her head. It's galactic Dahlia Lava. Or as a result of her I not she... having oxygen. Also, being yeah, yeah her thing was cracked. Also, why can't they just fucking pass the helmet back and forth? Has no one ever seen any scuba diving movie on Earth? Like, just fucking rebreather back and forth. We're each going to take a breath. Well, that's helmet AD. to you, helmet to me. <sighs> take a breath. Now it's your turn to wear because the Because it's more breathe. impactful when Alec Ryder dies. Uh, Passes and, it on to... And because it's what's not her name, the Ryder. helmet that's giving the oxygen. The helmet is maintaining the integrity of the suit, which is what's producing the oxygen. And yes, it's like... Space atmosphere, not it's fucking. Like, yeah, if you take off underwater, the helmet, it's not like you can just hold your breath. If you take off the helmet, your suit will be venting oxygen. Yeah, but it's not. It's, it was. It's not like a pressure thing. They just can't breathe the atmosphere. The atmosphere is poisonous. To yeah, them. it's not. It's not zero atmosphere. It's not space. It's just a bad atmosphere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. So, I, in theory, I could take a breath of my Earth atmosphere, give you the helmet, let your suit re-atmosphere. You take a breath. Hold your breath. Pass it back to me. This is obviously. I mean, in we're theory, not doing this on the maybe. Regular. Let's say that the chips are but, down and it's life or death, and father and daughter are about to die. It might be something you try. I don't know. Instead of just being no, giving up. the no, father's because, like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna like one of us is gonna die. I don't want it to be you. Yeah, Ryder Senior. We made don't it. have to die. Yeah, but maybe neither of us could die, or maybe both will die. Uh, I guess. I th- I don't understand the thing with uh, the implant. How the 
the um, like the AI is intrinsically and physically linked with you. That's because Alec Ryder. Okay, so Alec Ryder. This is all for anyone who hasn't played. Sure. This is all in, like the first yeah fucking opening yeah, scene is, of the game. Alec Ryder was kind of a big deal in He's the N7 program. No, no, just in the N7 program. I don't even know what the N7 program is actually. Is Not that like just like an elite? What are the military? seven ends? As far as I can tell, you get the N7. Ranking when you're the best in your squadron. Earth, okay, Earth Special Ops. So he yeah. he was a big deal as Earth Special Ops, but he started researching AI stuff. And you can recall in the previous game, AIs are like kind of a no no. Mm-hmm. So when that got uncovered, he got uh, dishonorably discharged or whatever. And then then there came this uh, Andromeda initiative where. I don't even remember her name, but she had a big plan to take a bunch of people to colonize galaxies like over. So uh, the N designates special forces. The seven is the highest level proficiencies. You could be an N one, two, three. Ah, uh, yeah. I see. Oh, so that's, cool. that's, that's the highest. Yeah. There's N eight though. Is there? Wow. Yeah, I think I've seen N eight. Have N- you? Power creep. And N eight. <laughs> Whoa. N eight dog. Spoilers. We just say <laughs> he rests we, in peace. We just say Nate dog. Yeah. May, may he rest in peace. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. <laughs> Uh, where are we going with this? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, he he was studying AI technology, and he got kicked out, and apparently he made the SAM program, S-A-M. Yeah, he designed it. Yeah. What does that stand for? No idea. Hit me. Uh, st- Super st- automated machine. Synthetic augmented. And because he... Mind. And because he sort of built it up, I guess he allowed it to kind of merge with his subconscious oh, well because okay. there's there's two types of sams there's the because he designed them and then gave one to each pathfinder because there was four ships and four pathfinders so oh, each pathfinder cool. was des- was tasked with finding a world for their colony ship these are awful names for the other ships parchero natanis and lucinia mm. it's a simulated kind of adaptive names. matrix there you go Adaptive matrix. So, uh, so yeah, that's that sort of explains why that like Sam is a thing with the Pathfinder and the Pathfinder is a thing with Sam. Yeah, and each each Sam is a base model Sam, but the Sam that he had on his ship, since he was the creator of it, he tinkered with it during the journey when he was not in cryostasis, I guess, and then evolved it to <laughs> the level that it is today. I like I, I just I sorry I looked up a wiki to look this up and I'm reading the the plot of what happened and I I, I can't handle this in, Andro- <laughs> in Andromeda, or yeah. just Andromeda just Andromeda what does it say the uh, uh, Sam attempts to solve an equation given to Ryder by Doctor Adriana it unknowingly triggered a Trojan horse virus embedded in it I sure did that one. sure yeah, I did that one too that's that's very believable Fox die yeah um, so her dying is not a. Not because of Sam integrating with her being Ryder when she no, when her, her brain is her dying. helmet was cracked. That she and she's just, she's just dying from yeah. poison atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. So why when they bring her back, there Sam is like, I recommend a hardwire, blah blah blah, and that Asari lady that's on your ship is like, okay, let's do it. Take her down to Sam Node, do the hardwire, whatever. And then when you wake up, they're like, well, so Sam is integrated with you in a way that we're not, we don't really understand. I think that's like, the, why the fuck that, did you connect me? You put Sam in my head, like I think those are the steps that Alec that's, took. Yeah, because that's because yeah. the the writer senior Alec, I guess his name is sure, sure. And did you make uh, that up? Papa <laughs> no, it's Alec Ryder. <laughs> and because he tinkered with the Sam without anyone else knowing about it. So when they put when they hardwired. 
uh, Ryder Jr. into RJ. the Sam node. <laughs> Roju. They didn't know how it was going to. Re- they thought it was going to react how it reacts normally, but it didn't because it was a modified Sam. I see. So none of the other path all the other pathfinders have their own Sams they, they like have, you do. They have Sam 1.0. You uh, have Sam okay. two Sam two point right? But like, sorry, my that might later be explained. I might have just not got. Like, I assume I didn't get far enough. They're talking about like, like the, the, how they don't understand it. it. There's there's four of these units in existence. Yes. So like, no one knows how they really work at all. Uh, well, like, there's, there's not like a huge body of research on these. There's probably the tech manual that Ryder Senior put out with <laughs> <Yeah>. with <laughs> uh, the Sams that he sent to the other ships. But he didn't comment his code very well, kind of thing. Well, or? no, because he modified his code. Sure, so his sure. one. You can read the tech manual all you want, but it's not going to tell you very much because it's been changed. Huh. So do the other Pathfinders, are they like twice as strong and twice as fast like you are Well, I because of could, their Sam? I couldn't tell you. I haven't met any of them yet. Mm-hmm. Those other arcs have been lost. The, the twice the either, strength wasn't in the Either they've the been lost patch. or they have not even got off the ground. Oh, wow. Right, yeah. One of them was held back. The Quarian yeah, one the, was held the back. The Quarian one. The one that will... Probably not be in the DLC where they're like, oh, this ship with these three races is expected to arrive later. Yeah. There's a there's an ongoing quest where you look for clues mm. about the missing arcs. Scan things. Yeah. Press yeah. down on that D-pad. Um, Walk around real so slow. Yeah. So I, I'm assuming that, yeah, the Ryder Jr. is is special in that way because she, she or she has Sam and can interface with this alien technology. Like, Sam is super ahead of its yeah it's borderline geth <sighs> maybe all right that 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 they plays like that feels like they've explained it a little bit yeah and it's like this yeah. super advanced technology is why she can i think they even have a throwaway the, line where we keep doing like, motions that you guys can't well see yeah she it. she waves her hand like she's jedi mind tricking that's how you use the tech in in andromeda <laughs> this isn't the planet you're looking for exactly terrifying. i don't actually remember what happened in that cutscene, but yeah she's she's special in that way and now as pathfinder you you are charged to look for inhabitable pl- inhabitable planet because right now humankind or your the people from the milky way are floating up in this citadel like thing what do they call it nexus the nexus nexus, yeah. nexus yeah. that's the one thing like I am very good at suspending my disbelief for games like this. Absolutely. For everything. But how the fuck did they get the Nexus to the Andromeda Galaxy? It was the first ship. They just took a Nexus instead of an Ark ship. Yeah, that checks out. And it took 600 years to get there, and then they waited 600 years and then sent another expedition. I think... No, it showed up like 10 years before you did. Oh, okay. Or like, it's not that long, because there's people working on it who have been there the entire time. We're like, we never thought we would see an ARC ship. This is crazy. Yeah, because they were supposed to be, have. they're supposed to have been sent there as like, to set up the groundwork. Like, that is their central base thing. Because uh, for, for what the Milky Way has with uh, Citadel, like, this is the Citadel for this galaxy. What is, is it the Andromeda Galaxy? Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's called Andromeda. Sure. That okay. checks out. And so, Sounds like a yeah, so these name. people arrive first, but apparently there were a lot of fucking, like, there's a lot of, like, civil strife. And yes. There's a lot of infighting and, and whatever. They, and they met just an innately hostile race. The cat. Why did the cat hate humans so much? They're just, yeah. They just showed up Aggressive. and started next to, like, terraforming stuff. They're just assholes. This, colonizing. <gasps> this is a conversation for a spoiler cast. Maybe we are the cat. We're not doing a Mass Effect spoiler cast. I think... I think the guys that play yeah, it can. Yeah, okay. You guys are going to somehow figure out all this recording. We're equipment. not. You're going to yeah, sit there in the producer s- chair, shut your fucking mouth, <laughs> and let us talk. Uh, so story stuff aside, I played, and I, I had some technical issues, and uh, like it kept crashing during cutscenes for me. 
during anything anything pre-rendered. It kept crashing, and there's quite a bit of it. This is on PC, right? Yes. And this is after the patch, and this is like, some people were saying, oh, try it in bordered windowless, and turn VSync off, and fucking turn PC all this gaming. shit down, and like, whatever. I tried everything. It's My not experience? fucking working. It's only like hard crashed on me like once, and that was during like a loading a loading screen between cutscenes. And you're on PC as well. No, only PlayStation. Once. It, it, wow. Only once. Like yeah, I'm sure it's gonna happen more times. Um, but this is like the, the the biggest bug that I've faced on it. Like all the animation shit aside, all the shitty everything else aside. Like this was the only time I was like fucking game. I can't get past. Like there is and no was, all animation. It was stuck on the on me. the on the loading thing too. So I'm like, all right, well, it's just weird. Long. Like the loading icon was still spinning. Yeah. And so I, I assumed it was shitty. still working. Yeah. And it's like it, you're right. The animation thing because they're capable of doing better. We've seen them do better. Yeah. Even like Inquisition was right. better. Like that. That's what's terrifying is if somehow like why did it get worse? This. I mean, I don't make games. Making games is hard, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, <laughs> A huge patch came out, right? The one that kind of fixes all the animation. There are, like, gigs... I don't actually don't know how big it is, but there are pages and pages of changes down to things like, we made the uh, romantic story arcs make more sense. We, like, re-recorded these lines here, blah, blah, blah. Like, a huge patch. More than you can do in a week after release. Yeah, it was like... I tried playing it, like, before or right when that patch got released, and for whatever reason, my PlayStation didn't update in the background, but I tried playing it, and it was, like, a half hour to download yeah, like, well, PSN speeds aside. Yeah, also. Um, the, like, that, my uh, my point sort of was, uh, this game feels very, very, very rushed, because that patch has clearly been in works for months, months. You can't make changes of that scope, and, uh, like, every time you make a change and fix something in a game, you might break something else, right? They're very yeah. sparing about what they fix, because it's this whole fucking impossible castle to try to build. Uh, and that thing had, like, months and months and months of work in it that had to go through CERT and through QA and all this stuff. And it's sort of too bad that they didn't just push that game back two more weeks and launch it with that patch. Yeah, Maybe. that's unfortunate. And it's it's to the detriment of the, the entire game. And yeah. even, like, Bioware is catching a lot of shit. Like, Bioware as a whole, even though we know it's Bioware Montreal, not Bioware Edmonton. And but even even like whatever that means, but should Bioware be? Should anyone be catching shit? Probably not. There's some man in a suit somewhere, uh, way high up the ladder, who said this game has to come out this day. Yeah, right. Like everyone sort of makes the bad of a best or the the best of a bad scenario. Like I, I think you're you're just when you talk about like the months and months is it kind of discounts the the entire pipeline. Like in the age of digital downloads, you don't really think of it, but like the final code for mass effect 1.0 was probably october november because they have to go ship it off start getting discs made right and like there's a whole lot going so they have that dead time where february right but like there there was there was a few months lead time where they can start doing that stuff totally you just there's so much pipeline that you don't think about there that uh they had time to do all those patches every game does it right yeah just the fact that it was so bad before and they're like Okay, let's. I'm just going to play devil's advocate like I never do on this no. show. Uh, let's say that I played and finished the game the week he came out. Oliver picked it up a month later on sale, played and finished it. He and I are going to have very different experiences. Yeah. I'm playing unpatched version where, like, even the quest arcs are different, apparently. He's oh. playing patched version. Like, well, that... I mean, not like our game of the year talks are legitimate in any sense, but, like, what does that mean come game of the year time? You and I have played... Mass Effect Andromeda and had two very, very different experiences. Yeah. I think the only thing that that means is that Mass Effect Andromeda can get two places on the list. Nice. Yeah, you're, I, we're, actually, we're going to have a bare-knuckle boxing Pre-patch. match. 1.0 and 1.1. <laughs> 1. 1. Nice. I like that. Yeah, it's, that's, it's that's legit. 
and I know, yeah, sure, some guys will, like, we're looking forward to this game and probably would have taken time off to play it like just solidly through. Yeah. I'm glad so, I didn't. So that's, that's true. And that's unfortunate. Like everything around sort of surrounding this game is unfortunate just because. This is the least, Dragon Age 2 of Mass Effect. As far as. This, as, this as far is as I'm the Dragon Age 2 of Mass Effect. As Dragon far as Age 2 is great. No. It's better than Inquisition. Yeah, and Mass Effect Andromeda is better than Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. This is the Dragon Age 2 of Mass Effect. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yep. Crazy. Like, you've gone through this because, like, that was Skyrim for you, is that it was broken so that wasn't good enough for Game of the Year. It's the same thing, right? Yeah, totally. I don't think Andromeda is going to make it into our Game of the Year talks. I hope not. Could be a really shitty year, but... Well, we'll see. It's already been a great year. We'll see. Um, I think... So, I... Sorry, I I just want to clear my name. I did return it. I was having technical issues in the cutscenes, and even when it was working... Uh, I think it's very mediocre to the point where, like, I don't need to... I have, there are tons of other good games to play right now. I don't need to suffer through this. I'll agree with you that it's mediocre, yes. but I will still praise it in a mediocre sense, then bash it in a mediocre sense, the way you're doing. Like, we, I mean, are, we, I, are, we are the same coin, just yeah. different sides. I have Mass Effect up on this pedestal, and I love Mass Effect, and it is this treasured uh, and, franchise for me. And yeah. That's why I think I'm able to see it in a different light than you guys are, because I didn't play the original Mass Effect series. I played, a li- I played the first game for 20 hours, and I did not like it. You're absolutely right. Like that was what I had that for three. Whereas I loved it more than the people that were nitpicking. Like yes, three was good, but the people who played one and two were nitpicking all this little stuff. I'm like, no, this game's just great. Yeah, it's like when you're when you're constantly just comparing it to the other game and saying, well, it's not the game that I played when I was 11 and fell in love with. Yeah, but when you call it Mass Effect, you're inviting those comparisons when it's yeah, but, set directly yeah. in the same universe and they're talking about your character and all the races from the first game and the powers are literally the exact same from all three games before. It. I mean, you could say the same thing with Final Fantasy games. Like, yeah, for the same reason, I don't like Final Fantasy. No, that's not that's the same not, reason I don't like Final Fantasy. No, <laughs> but no, like I, I could say that I thought, and Oliver and I have talked about this before. Like, I'm not going to immediately write off every single Final Fantasy game that comes out because it's not as good as Final Fantasy VI. And I'm not six, immediately writing six, off Andromeda. I played however many hours, four or five hours of it, less than two. That's kind of a good... Well, including crashes. <laughs> That's kind of a good uh, point that you make, Kevin. Um, because, yeah, like, Final Fantasies have traditionally been not continuing stories. So from whatever one to... How many are there now? Fifteen? Lots. Seven hundred. Sure, yeah. lots. Plus 15, some sequel ones. Fifteen was yeah. the last one to come up. Right, but they, like, numbered Yeah, they don't always do jokes, numbered ones. Right? There are more than fifteen yeah. in Final Fantasy. So, so even even when one misses, like, obviously, like, oh, okay, that, that was a weak point in the, in the series. But, I mean, you could still play all these other ones and still be, enjoy... The way Andromeda is set up is that, yeah, it's a continuation of the series in essence. Is but it? it's not, though. Like, you're playing in a different galaxy. Sure, it's the races it, it really are the isn't. same, it but that, really that doesn't mean anything. But, but it's like, still... The mechanics and, like, the fundamentals are the same. It's still all the same lore. Yeah, there's a lot of callbacks and, like, ah, moments for people who play the old it's ones, like, right? It's, it's Mass Effect 3.5. There's, there's a number. Hope, there's some, hope. right? Because like, Final Fantasy, like, there's barely any contiguous thread through them and like quite often gameplay systems are completely different between yeah, games so much yeah you think they've, six is better than seven though oh yeah hands okay. down wow wow seven's not even in my top three i, I don't he's know a con- he's a connoisseur <laughs> in <laughs> final fantasy wow um so yeah i'm i'm not too down on this game i still like it i feel th- I to s- me that sounds like 
like des like I spent this eighty bucks and am desperate to have it mean something. It, it, would you recommend if someone's like I need something to play right now? Would you be like, hey, Mass Effect Andromeda? No. I would say Horizon Zero Dawn. And see, that's the exact same thing that happened to me at work. I had a a buddy of mine who I have on my PlayStation. He came up to me one day. Hey, I see you've been playing Mass Effect. Uh, You think I should buy it? I'm like, if you want to play a game that'll eat 40 or 50 hours of your life, just play Horizon. Yeah, I I I would not recommend this over games like Horizon. Not just over Horizon. Say someone comes to you and is like, I need something to play. Not just what's new and topical. You wouldn't recommend Mass Effect Andromeda. I don't know. My I'd be like, well, Horizon's really good. Do you like Horizon? He's like, ah, I'm not really into that 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 type of game. Okay, what are you into? Sci-fi. Mass Effect's out there. Like Mass Effect's. You're a bad be friend. I would be if you recommended me Mass Effect. I'd be like, like a casual Oliver doesn't know shit about <laughs> games. Casual gamer would not have these same gripes. That podcast no, he's on now. is no. fucking bullshit. I think this game would totally be fine to people who are just looking for like uh, sci-fi. Game. That's what I'm looking for, and it's, so far it's great. So, Kevin, you you platinumed Horizon. You did it all. How much Horizon did you play? All like you finished it, maybe sixty percent. Sixty percent. You think you're going to put the same amount of Mass Effect in? Do you think you'll? I will. Like from a hours standpoint, I don't know how much I'll put in. Like I'm not going to platinum uh, it because thing. this is the way Bioware does their platinuming in their games. You have to do multiple playthroughs. Oh, boo! Because you need to do in order to get one of the trophies, you have to do three of the love stories from start to finish. And that's three playthroughs of the game. Bioware's but anti-polygamy. The way with Bioware trophies traditionally that I've experienced is like you can save at a point, like have that save where you where you're you're about to close the deal with three of the people, and then save right here at that at that fork in the road, and then finish one off, load this one off. Well, that feels that's so cheap off. to that's me. That's true, but I don't know so if it's gamey, trophy right? hunting. It's gamey. It's I don't know hunting. if they yeah. they changed it in this one, but Maybe. when the, for the time that I put into Mass Effect One. Uh, there was a point where I was trying to romance everyone on the ship at the same time because I didn't make a, a final decision as to who I wanted to, to end it with. Yeah. And after, like, two romance conversations with each person, they started saying, well, uh, you're talking to this other person the same way. I think yeah, you better happens. better make your damn decision here. Because they needed your choice to matter come too. So but you had to make a hard line of the that same point, choice. Where you, can, where you can just save at that point and then collect the trophies each. And yes, it's gaming, but, it, but that's trophy hunting. But it's so uh, early, right? Yeah, and you like, have to do so oh, much past saying, that. Yeah. There are no friends. The, 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 like, trophy hunting, platinum, platinuming something is very gamey as I think it like, is. But Horizon, you didn't really need to no, game No, Horizon, it. you didn't need to game it because it was but all, it was I, all, it is, naturally flowed with the course is of the game. Is looking at a guide for where to find the 30 flowers in Horizon, is that a little too gamey? It's like, like you, you don't, don't, you thing, don't have right? to you do that, right? The, like, like the way Bioware has designed it, I, I like this is secondhand, you guys are saying that, I don't like that, the, the, the assumption is yes, you're going to game it. Yeah, I actually, I, yeah, I, I, I like, I like to believe from. a little more purity in the in the art form. You, I think I, you should a, be able to get a platinum in one playthrough. Yeah, there's uh, an idealism to of it. Every I, I think that would be a neat way to do it. Right? Sure, but I mean, like a lot of people only trophies play and achievements are like that meta game. Yeah, where yeah. You, whatever it, it stands outside of the purest. That's fair. Gameplay and one of and the- I mean I used to be a big trophy guy. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. not so much anymore. But like. I did actually platinum. I platinum three, and I was close to platinuming two. I only didn't do the hard difficulty playthrough. And see, that's the thing. Like, I don't like. I'm. I don't. The combat to me in this game is fine 
on the difficulty I play on. Which is easy? Uh, there's five difficulties. I play on the second one. The one okay. right above story mode. Yeah. Easy. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I am going to be the first to say I'm not good at the combat. I was thinking about this. Having not played the Mass Effect games, do you know, like, the, the power combos and, like... Yeah, they, they break it down for yeah, you. Okay. They have, because uh, it gives you in the, the stat tree, it's like, okay, this is a starter for combos, this is a finisher yeah, for combos. Yeah. And, and, like, oh, I know engineering is good against armor, naturally, yeah, and yeah. biotics are good against shields. Well, that's not really something that they tell you. Hmm. But... No, that, might not, that might not be true. That stuff they Warp well, was like the one to use against shields. That kind of stuff was stuff they laid into in like one and two. Yeah, and that stuff I never really got into ever because no. I was more of a, a guns and bullets player. Like, for the, for I never the, used any of those things. For the people that care, that's fun to find out. Right? Yeah, no, that's like that stuff. That's is, the stuff you want to like discover and feel you're really cool. Yeah, the to to this game's credit. Okay, compliment sandwich. A little positive here. <laughs> uh, the ragdoll when when you do the biotics combos of like. Uh, I think pull is the one that, that lifts them up and then throw or whatever, and it you know you basically lift them up and then blast them off. Uh, the ragdoll for those guys flying around is fucking yeah. <laughs> awesome now. Oh, it's so good. I that is my favorite part of this game. Happens a lot in multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. Great. I put in time to get back into that. Multiplayer is all right. You yeah, like you get thrown around in multiplayer. No, the the oh the NPCs. Do. Okay, yeah, because yeah, isn't the multiplayer like you're a squad and you're all against NPC objectives? Yeah, it's four guys and then it's 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 just survival. Yeah, like waves come or you need to hold down this spot while waves come, mm. and then you need to extract while waves come. It's easy. Sometimes also waves come. Yeah, I remember three's multiplayer being like staggeringly bad like it felt like it was stapled on at the last minute this is exactly the same it's exactly the same and i will i will attest to that staggeringly bad is pretty harsh <laughs> it just it felt like because it was it, there because they were told they needed to have multiplayer not because of any maybe vision. but i mean they didn't they didn't like they didn't just shit it out like it's it was kind of thought through and it worked together and it was fun it was a carefully planned it wasn't, shit. <laughs> it wasn't just a random shit i mean okay again like I platinum that, and I had to play a lot of multiplayer yeah. for that. So I stood, I, I, I withstood like the shittiness of it in okay. three to get your galactic ready. Your, your oh, like, and so yeah, that type your, of shit to get your ending meter up. Yep. You either played the multiplayer, or uh, it took like four times longer to do it in the single player. I did it in the single player because boy, that multiplayer stuff was. I thought you couldn't <laughs> do it without multiplayer. Oh no, you could. It just took four. And yeah, is there it helped you a lot? Is there what a I mean, sorry? It's not terrible. Like it's totally playable to do that. Like, but, like it's I not would much fun have rather or good though. It's fun Wouldn't enough. Would you rather be doing something else with your time? No, it was fun enough. Like because you, it got super easy once you got all the good shit. So you just fucking just did it. You you played like four or five things a night, and you got your galactic readiness up. I would not have wanted to do. What did you even have to do in the game? I don't remember to now. like have <laughs> built that up. I think yeah. every single side. I think you had to do every piece of single player content. I think so. Because like your galactic readiness was going up from just doing missions and shit. Yeah. I think I ended up doing all those like go down to the planet and. S- grab the thing and sometimes waves will come and then extract it and sometimes yeah. waves will come and then fight guys and oh, sometimes waves like will come. Fun. Did you have something to say, Brandon? I, I've forgotten it by now. That's okay. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. No, yes, yes, yes. Um, is there a canon three ending in Andromeda? Like, does, is there an ending? I don't know. I don't know. They one? have that uh, one throwaway thing when you're making your character where it asks you if you're... Shepherd was a male or a female. That's it. That's it. But they don't. I honestly ask. believe that that is just a complete throwaway. I don't think that you don't think choice it, will it matter calls back at all. That's that's what I'm sort of disappointed in this game. 
is that like I wanted a lot of callback. I wanted some stuff that my Shepard did in these three games because they left that galaxy a completely different galaxy at the very end. And there is nothing in this game that says, hey, Shepard did this or whatever. But Brandon was trying to explain that away. Brando was trying to explain that away by saying, well, I mean, the time difference kind of plays into that. Yeah, it's 600 years and it's a galaxy over. Like, maybe longer, depending yeah, yeah, on maybe if you longer, were traveling yeah. at the speed of light. But like, they tell stories about it. I think the best way you can do that if they don't want to track the stories, like you're like walking around, you know, NPCs talking about Shepard. That'd be cool, right? Yeah. Like telling stories. That That's the kind of thing where it's, it's free, that's, that's basically. Exactly. Right? No, yeah. that's, the game should have opened, stupid. and it would have been, I would have hated it so much, but if they had the kid and his grandpa, Buzz Aldrin, may he rest in peace, oh, yeah. and like, tell me another tale about the Shepard, and be like, ah, that's what, let me tell you about the rider. This is way more interesting. Here we go. That's cool. That'd be cool, man. It doesn't like the way Brando explains it actually makes a lot of sense to me because yeah this is happening in galaxy over in six hundred years ago so yeah the, the Andromeda is not going to have any of that callback I, but I feel like Shepard uh, was pretty fucking iconic across the universe yeah <laughs> maybe the maybe the communications saying like oh my god the Reapers are coming and Shepard did this are like still on the way behind That's you true. <laughs> maybe halfway through the game you just get deluged with Shepard. That'd be cool. I don't. They started think like happens. putting up posters of them everywhere. Fucking, they, I don't like, want to see any of that. A reaper should have just shown up halfway through the game. What a, like? I know they want to get away from know. it, but I mean, hearing what a kind of disappointing storyline that game may or may not have. Yeah, I've man, cool- I'd have loved if fucking whatever. Just have Shepard show up at the end. You know what? Bring me back in. I've cooled off on it a lot, Marky, because of all the shit. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> because of all the sh- all the negativity that's coming from all the news stories. It's like I don't really feel like playing this game. That's but, exactly how I felt. That yeah. Sucks. So I stopped playing it. And, and got I know my money you back. guys. You guys were saying like there's like there's no time or there's no time in this world for mediocre games. And I sort of agree. And then I was playing to Brandon here that, like, I only play certain games, So, and this is one, the one game I'm going to play. No, I, I hear you. Like, there's certain series that you're just going to play, and it sucks that, like, you feel like your joy is lessened because you're told you should like it less, right? Yeah. There's, there's people like Eads that are standing there screaming at you that you're having fun I've, wrong, and you start having fun less, and that's that's really awful. I've built up my I'm Eads. not what? You guys <laughs> are the ones who are yelling at me that I'm having fun wrong, so I'm not playing the game. I'm voting with my dollar. And it was, oh, I just returns games a bunch. Oh, just all talk. Never practices what he says. It weighs on me. Like, I want I wanted this game to be good. It's not good. Thank you. That's what I want to hear. Because where, from but, where I sit, it sounds like you guys are all in denial and are just playing up the old cynical leads bit. I mean, that's always there, though. Yeah, it doesn't need to be played up. There will be plenty of cases where that's going to come through. This isn't one of them. But it's still a decent enough game. And I'm actually glad Kevin's liking it. It's very... Uh, it, it, it like mm, This comparison, it is very Dragon Age Inquisition. Down, you keep down, saying that like, down to the way that it is built in like uh, the world is presented in a very similar way and you um, like Dragon Age Inquisition was the first kind of open world quote unquote that they did and this world is constructed in in identical ways where you are uh, you know instead of picking plants for potions you are scanning everything and getting points you are resource gathering in the world you are getting like a bunch of side quests and it is very much broken into like I mean, I assume it's broken into, like, four or five main hubs. I think so, yeah. No? 
Kind of I, I don't know. No. Yeah, oh, like the way so. the way that you land on that planet and you uh, you you increase your AVP. I think that yeah. happens across four and or five like, different planets. Same thing there. Yeah. You have an AVP meter in Inquisition. You have like an Inquisition readiness meter or whatever it is. You are uh, you have like a war room where you are sending out your uh, your portable ops. You're like online timed mission things. Those strike teams. Is yeah, like the, the yeah they have the exact, like, all those systems. The, the, the Inquisition like didn't invent them by any means, but they were kind of new to Bioware games as of Inquisition, and they are very carbon copied sure, is over that, from that. Is that bad, though? You keep, I, you keep referring to it like it's bad. Like Everything doesn't need to be new. If it was good, use the good. I think the uh, send your, like, troops away so that a timer ticks down mechanic, I don't know what you would even call that, Style Outer ops, yeah. What, I think that's great. Yeah, yeah I, I think fucking that's hate that. Really? that. That stuff's fun to you guys. That no, makes I'm not me a fan. no. That see stuff like that makes me feel like I'm not the only person who's working towards an end goal in this game. Oh. I have a yeah. team exactly. Who no. I can send out exactly. and do things that I need them to do and to help the cause. in canon. It works. With Metal sure. Gear, let's go back to Metal Gear. Okay, <laughs> Big Boss is uh, this guy. Wait, who's wait, supposed who? To, Big Boss. R- okay, what's he the boss of? Is that spelled B A W S? Big Boss is this guy. He's he's supposed to be the general or the commander of this big army, and yet he does everything by himself. Yeah, but still, he can still send out his these units to 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 do peacekeeping missions to assassinate people. They're jack of all trades, really. Like they should really stick to some, one doctorate. But you whatever. Would think. Um, Mayhem causers. Yeah, but yeah, like. As the way the way these strike teams are, are are written into this game is that these these teams you send out these teams to collect more intelligence, more resources, or whatever. Yeah, and, if, and it's great. If and you really like don't exactly like the scanning of it, you can use your strike teams to supplement the fact that you're not getting research through scanning. You can send them but on that, research missions. That really like adds something to the world for you. It like does, I like yeah. does, does I like, the mineral scanning do the same thing as your scare like Haha, I'm finding iron no, to make like, my guns. I like how I, I think that's all great. I think it's the it, same it shit. makes it a real world as opposed to just saying okay, you get a random you get X crafting experience and you can use your crafting experience. To I craft like how yeah, that. like other guys are contributing. Like these teams are like whenever I, I click on that thing and they've come back either failed or accomplished. They're accomplished, then there's like a shitload of words come up, and their resources, and I'm like, I don't even look at the numbers. I'm like, good job, you guys are collecting fucking resources. But it's it's real time, right? Yes. Yeah, real time. I don't like that it's real time. If it was like you go out and do some other stuff, and it's you do a certain amount of actions, then it's fine. Like when it's real time, it feels like they're just trying to stretch the game. For me, it just it like, is just another another system I don't think is fun to interact with. And it's, it's the single player MMO. To. It's, because yeah. like they they do that in MMO is the exact same thing. Oh, that's lost like, me. I felt like if you interacted with the world and they would take them like you go out and do three watchmajigs, three quests. Didn't you love garrison missions though? Yeah, but uh, in an MMO. But why can't you take that same thing and translate into a single player game? Because it, it feels like they're. I don't think a gating in a single player game is awful. But it's, I want to binge a single player game. I should be able to binge see, a single that's player just the game. Thing though, the thing that they're gating is something that is not necessary for the game. But it, it's, it's something that they're gating behind time fun. for people who are gonna yeah, put they're, in they're gating fun. Lots and it's lots of time. It's not necessary for the game. Like the the things like other people doing stuff and it taking time is as old as games itself. Like. Uh, you know, there's Zelda games where you go like go work on my sword, and then you got to go 
run through three zones or whatever. Like that's fine. Like if it's you go do things and other people do things around you, it's the real time thing. It feels like they're they're stretching the game. They're making it feel longer than it is. They're trying to. I sort of get that what you're MMO saying. MMO drip. It 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 also you can liken it to those those um, mobile games where yes exactly yeah, yes. and I sort of get yeah. that. But I mean like. It's it's just this side thing that you you can or you don't you don't have to do this, but you can send out your teams and the, and like I don't know, Ryder can wait in her ship for like an hour and a half and be like, oh, you guys are back, good. Look at all these resources, all these words. Do you think it would be objectively better if it was my system? If it was you go out and do things and other people do things at the same time and you're all working together? Do you think like I'm not saying the system is is incredibly bad, but I feel like doing it that way is just better, and there's no reason it couldn't have been that way. It so with so with the the way you're describing, it would be like I need to go do X missions or whatever and that is what is deciding the time has passed yeah, as yeah, opposed yeah, exactly, to me putting the controller down for an hour and a half and making a sandwich exactly right because that, that feels more immersive to me see that to me that way feels more gamey because you could have situations where you know there's a part where you really really need to finish this one mission at that specific time so you'll queue up three missions and have them ready for turn in and then you'll pick up this thing turn in three missions and immediately get your reward sure but like, is, that, is that better than just like I'm gonna do this all before I go to bed well, no, it, it feels more gamey to me because you're actively trying to manipulate it to get an end goal that you that benefits you. I, I don't know. Like I think waiting, it's kind of the same when we're like, talking about. I, I play MMOs. I'm the guy that is deeply addicted to MMOs, and I do that. I'm like, oh, I'm going to bed. Better send all my guys on missions. And I don't like that in my single player game because I understand that it's that it's that trying to keep you hooked. Is it trying to come back? It's like if I get a single player game, I want to put as much time as I want to put into it. I don't want to be gated by reality. Smarks. That's why it doesn't work on us. <laughs> Smark Eads and Smark Brando. Brandon. I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think Smarks is a proper word for gaming, though. Ah, uh, you know. Kind of yeah, is. You're a you're a. I'm a Smart. You're a Mark. You're a Mark when it comes to Mass Effect. <laughs> I'm so. a Smart. Yeah, it actually totally does work. I don't think it's a big deal. Like it's just it's just like resource gathering, and like I honestly don't even think that they get. Yeah, I don't even think that they get a lot. I just like sending them out, and because it doesn't actively, like, at the end of that hour and a half, it doesn't actively say, hey, uh, Silo Mission has come back, and he's gotten you this. You actually have to go back to that fucking terminal and, like, accept. And sometimes, I don't know if you've experienced this, uh, Kevin, if you don't let, there's, so you, you go into the title screen, and it shows connecting to Yes, I was going to bring that up. And sometimes, if you just... Keep pressing right through and like pressing resume into your story and doesn't then you don't allow it to connect. Mm-hmm. It'll stay offline. Yeah. And when you go to that terminal in game, it says you're offline. Go back to the title screen to connect. Yeah. There's no. Way like, to, That's fucking bullshit. There's no way to connect to the Mass Effect servers from in game. You have to actually exit game to yeah. main, to main menu. And that happened to me a bunch of times until like I smartened up and I actually waited for that fucking yeah. thing to connect. And it takes quite. It takes a little it bit does of time. Take it's quite like a, long a time. solid 10, 15 seconds. Yeah. To connect. It's dumb. This game's dumb. Thank Fuck you. Fuck this game. Yes, yes, here we go. Thank you. I like My argument is, is like, you talk about it, it doesn't actually do anything. You said, like, you sent him on that art of mission, and it's it a little just, thing. Like, it's not enough that's meaningful. It, it collects, like, resources, which obviously contribute to everything, and then experience and right. mm, credits. But it's 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 the gateway to it being more meaningful and more meaningful. So eventually you, you buy this game in, say, 10 years, and uh, you're like, I want to do the next quest. Nope, I got to go send these people off to go map out the path to the planet that, you can't play no. for 10 hours so what I'm doing I'm saying but I'm saying in 10 years it could be it could and I'm be. just getting my complaint on the record now oh, taking it, take it to the extreme <laughs> get it in there yeah. get it in there 
Uh, and just, it, just I want I want it to be there. That one's decent. I, I mean, like it's. It, I feel like there's there's certain behaviors in gaming that if we accept and encourage, it, I don't think it's helpful. And this is this is a type of behavior the the mobile game, the MMO that I don't think is a good starting point. We should tell people this sucks. Stop doing it because it does suck, and they should stop doing it. I don't think it adds to the game. There, like Brotherhood did it okay when yeah Brotherhood. But I mean, and that, then Metal Gear. That was a case in Brotherhood where like you were sending these guys for this. They were doing the numbers on the page thing of like, ooh, sixty percent chances to see, blah blah blah. But then you were also throwing out your eagle call, and the, like those guys were showing up later, so that was kind of fun. Yeah, because you could upgrade those guys. Yeah, and, they and you were game. you were actually seeing them in the world, yeah. and you could fucking that'd be cool. Twenty of them jump out. Yeah, that'd be cool. You're like running down a street, and they're doing something on a, a street over. That's cool. Yeah, like, totally. And like, was you, it real time? Like, was it? Yeah. Oh yeah. You give them all. You give them all guns, and then they fucking shoot and throw up a big cloud of smoke because guns I, I, were real sorry. smoky back then. I just mean like your missions when you send them out. Was it like it'll take them X oh, real I, time hours? Yeah, right? I honestly don't remember. Yes, it was. Time. I, just, I, I really I hate that as a mechanic, and I will rail like rail against it till the end of time. Okay. Yeah, like I, I think we're gonna have to agree to disagree, but I, yeah, I, yeah. Just, I think it's it's not any. Good. Uh, well, we all agree that that mechanic is kind of no good. It's just how it's implemented. Sometimes it's implemented worse. Yeah, yeah. Like when Metal guess, Gear did it really well because you could access it all from your your in game menu. Yeah, like the fact that you have to go back to the ship in this does kind of take away, but it just means that when I'm on my ship, I'll throw my people out on a mission, uh, and I don't focus on it it's not something that i have a clock timing down oh man this mission is an hour and 40 long i'm gonna make sure i'm on my ship so i can maximize yeah my... it's just whenever you're whenever you're doing your rounds on your ship you yeah. stop by the console and see gives me a little something extra to, 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 it, it tosses me a bone you don't yeah. like when you have your 3 a.m alarm to wake up to use all your mobile game stuff you don't also log in mass effect i know? have not done that in a number of years <laughs> that number being 0.2 <laughs> <laughs> no i haven't done it since uh Final Fantasy Record Keeper when I first started that game because when I started there was uh, a really really high powered event that was out which was the only way at the time to get a certain high level material and, so you had to get up at like 3 to uh, your energy in this thing refreshed for this event every 3 hours mm. so it was like yeah I was waking up every 3 <laughs> hours <laughs> great <laughs> I, I laugh at you, but I've been there. Yeah, okay. yeah. There's, there's nothing wrong with you, you that. Yeah. You, you accept that this, this is your thing, and you, you buy in, and yeah. You don't if, be proud of it, though. You don't be proud of if it. If it makes you happy to wake up at 3 a.m. to do your thing, whatever, yeah. whatever makes you happy. Yeah, you Absolutely. Go. Does anybody have any closing thoughts on Mass Effect? I'm not going to finish it, obviously. I'm going to finish it. Yeah. Well, I, I say that now. I, am, I say where I am in this game right now makes me want to finish it. That could change. In a realistic world, you don't think there's a point where the game will be good enough that you'll want to play it? No, I don't think so. Right. The whole, like, the the story in general has it's been just, very uninteresting to okay. me so far. This might start up another conversation, but I don't... And we I hate don't, that yeah, on this really, podcast. Well, I mean, as far as Mass Effect goes, I know you want to shut no it down. No tangents! But um, the new races that they introduce... How many are there? Uh, two, at least three. Two. At least two. I think I only saw... I saw the cat, and then I saw another one that didn't get a name. Those remnants are actually a new race. Oh, oh yeah. okay. So, yeah. And then, I have seen and all then the then. the weird guys with the big hoods. Those yeah. aren't the cat though. Cobra, right? no. Those are like the good. Yeah, those are good guys. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, those are the ones from Australia. That you can define an yeah, entire race as good guy or bad guy. The it, writing in that game sucks. Well, we don't know if the remnants are bad guys. We don't know if the cat are bad guys. Or the cat are bad it's, guys. It's perspective. Yeah, it's definitely like anything, thing, right? Because yeah. like the Turians, I, I look forward to hearing the Turians almost crushed. Good on that. The Turians almost crushed 
the humans in that first contact war. Yeah, totally. I know. As long as they make good on it, absolutely, it's great. But if the whole game is just like, you I mean, showed up and these guys shot at you, and now the Ket are bad guys forever, and that's the end of it, which I suspect I doubt is how it might be. I doubt it. Uh, even even Shepard is putting up with the Geth and like, the Vorcha. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. Old Mass Effect is awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm <laughs> saying in Old Mass Effect, you couldn't define good or bad by a race. There were many shades of gray, which is what made it so incredible. But we're, we're, this is the situation from the outsider, though. Like, we're coming in, we don't know any of these races, we don't have any point of reference for how these races deal with other people. Yeah. Like, in the original Mass Effect world, sure, you might have had your first experience with the Krogan, but you have allies who have dealt with the Krogan, you know what to expect when you deal with Krogan. Yeah, this is literally first contact with each, with all of these. Yeah, yeah it's very so, frontier. This is, yeah. you know, right. the settlers meeting the Indians for the first time, like. Whoa. They well then they have a Native game. They have a, they have a game to make when, it when on. the settlers met them. <laughs> oh, that's something I wanted to touch on too. Like the actual like the bullshit Native Americans, <laughs> uh, First Nations people get it so rough in this country, yeah, and just the fucking no the state actual, of society. The actual role as a pathfinder, I find that super interesting. So very I, cool. The How whole, the whole exploration found? factor of it and the the, the me- trailblazing, the meaningless yeah. title that can I can just bestow upon anyone that I yeah, fit. You could literally be anyone, but these guys are trained to be pathfinders. They have protocol I, for Ryder landing. Wasn't. Yeah, Ryder was, was no. Ryder was a recon specialist and is like, I don't know how to be the pathfinder when she becomes a pathfinder. But, but you're part of this unit. You are the first feet on this on yeah, this okay. planet, yeah, and you totally. are you are there to deal with first contacts with alien life forms. Which you're we there did to just splendidly. <laughs> you are I mean, there to make sure or figure out if this planet is inhabitable by the uh, four of the people up up top there, and you're here to find you. Yeah, frontiersmen. You are there, and that yeah. is cool. That's sure. neat. Frontiers people. Yeah, right. mine's a frontiers, frontiers woman. Mine's a frontiers woman as yeah. well. Oh, cool. Does it also look like OJ's wife? Uh, <laughs> no, like I... The more I look at my character, the more I can't really picture what race she's supposed to be. She's like a, a androgynous conglomeration of like every race. Klingon. Yeah. How did your... Okay, here's something weird again. Um, they asked you to make, also uh, make... Character create your twin. What? No, yeah. they did uh, picking the default. Oh, I guess I picked the default. I picked the default on the twin. I didn't want to get too too deep into it because so, okay, I didn't know what it was going to. I be. made I opposite made, gender. Or? Yeah, yeah, opposite yeah, opposite gender. gender. I made I made my fe- uh, my hero. Uh, what's her face? Rider looked like my wife. I made Scott Rider look like me. And I That's think they, creepy. yeah, I know it's is weird, but it's just what dude, you have a dude. Um, you have multiple sisters. Incestuous. I think they actually make Alec Ryder a mixture of the two, so ours looked super weird. Oh, oh that's interesting. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah, it was actually because hmm. I've I've looked at other pictures of of Alec Ryder uh, on on the World Wide Web. Yep, and they're all like strikingly different. Hmm. That's neat. Yeah, that is neat. Is your twin relevant to the story at all? I don't know. He he's well, in a co- he's in a coma. Yeah, right he's now. in a coma. His yeah. cryo went bad, and they yeah. haven't been able to wake him up. Yet. Sure, that's so. I don't know. I don't know how that plays in, and I hope like he comes well, out like bad. Scott like, Ryder was indoctrinated when he was sure. on Earth, and yeah. I would like for that. 
I'm actually super interested in that. I if forgot about it, that. Nothing's going to pay off. I know, nothing Matt. Pay, nothing I know. paid off in the original when they had indoctrination in that universe. We're like, fucking yes, Shepard's been indoctrinated this whole time and just been gunning oh, down I kids. I love that. And is the bad guy, but Brandon, no. did you ever listen to our Mass Effect spoiler cast? No. Fuck, I, that was a good one. I'm excited. Like, I kind of want to be here when you, Kevin, and Brando make Eads listen to you do your Mass Effect. Oh, yeah. Podcast. I'm just going to put my headphones on and listen to the Mass Effect 3 soundtrack or something. Like that. But you got to make sure it sounds good. You know what good. else is bullshit? No Mass Effect music in this. It's their own music now. It's totally all right. It's totally all right. I, want. I just want the Mass Effect theme. I just want more fan service. I had, Maybe would have helped me see past I had a closing, this mediocre game. I had a closing line for this, but whatever. Is it? I don't know. So the, the old Shepard uh, thing that, you know, I'll take it, was that line that Shepard always kind of defaulted to. In this one, it is, I got this. I heard... I got this at least six or seven times, at least to the it's, point it's where like that, yeah. it was like on the dialogue wheel, one of them just says, I got this. And you're like, there is no fucking way she is going to say, I got this again. If I could. Oh, she did. What was your, uh, you had that audio glitch that you were talking about. Oh, yeah. There's, it's right when, uh, Alec Ryder dies and they're doing their whole, like, I don't want you to die type of thing. And they're like, it's a real heartfelt moment where, uh, two characters are like kind of whispering. He's like, oh, you'll be okay or whatever. And she's like, the one line was like she was yelling, like had her head out down the highway. It's like, I, I don't know if I can be the it's Pathfinder! Bad. And like, it's super stood out. And then they're like, next next line, they're like, no, I, don't, I think you'll be okay. I think you'll be the Pathfinder. So did you say like, that's that's how it is for everyone? Did it's you that, also hit that? I don't know, but I know like the audio mixing and like everything about, this is a rough game. It was like the wrong <laughs> take. They used the wrong it take. It is a very rough game from the audio mixing to obviously the animations to like everything. Super rushed, unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Like this game yeah. could have been really good. Like if if they had that time to polish it, would have been really good. It would have won over many. Turd in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody got any other games talk they've been playing? Talk about with? fucking Zelda. Yeah, I, I don't want to anymore. You soured me on it. Good. I continue <laughs> to play it. It continues to be amazing. Stellaris. Played a lot of Stellaris. Yeah, I don't. I don't. So the you you were the one who convinced you, me to buy Stellaris. Like we're going to play a bunch of Stellaris, and then you probably refunded it. I still have it. <laughs> I have the original game. So yeah. the Utopia DLC came out. Utopia DLC, yeah, and a bunch of like gameplay improvements, and they reworked a bunch of systems. Yep, and all that stuff is only in the DLC. Yeah, they they kind of they rechanged it. They made it very um way like closer to Civ. So there's um civics effectively you get unity and you get like different new trees that give broken broken abilities mm. and uh they put a lot of like the really ridiculous sci-fi stuff in so you can make like dyson spheres and ring yeah. worlds and like stuff that doesn't quite work but just hand wave it away so is the base game like when i played solaris it was in early access i think right is that right it was I, I played it live and... I, I only okay played maybe it live. i did play live i remember uh like getting the base game and, and being kind of disappointed with it yeah and it sounds like i have to pay twenty dollars now to get the DLC to make it. They like they've been pretty prolific with updates. And they've been good. Like it's you have to like that style of game. Like do you ever play EU yeah. at all? With EU Europa Universalis, like the oh no no like that um, was that game made me feel stupid because I've played five digit amounts of every Civ game and I wasn't good at that because there's so much you have to manage with like ridiculous minutia of diplomacy and military and Solaris is a lot like that yeah I've played a lot of like 4x space games like yeah. Masters of Orion or Galactic Civilization right or but like the, the Paradox games are Sims so much Solar Empire. deeper like there's yeah. so many like little minutia you have to and the one thing that uh, that continued from the base game is slavery is overpowered 
Great. Certainly, just like reality, yeah. Slavery. The only race I play is a hive mind that encourages slavery yeah, when I play Solaris. Solaris yeah. I don't know. I've been having a lot of fun with it, and it's it's a good game. Hmm. It, like it, You have to like that kind of game, right? Yeah. And I do, but I'm like... I f- it makes me feel burned that I have to spend 20 more dollars on top of the 40 I paid sure. to kind of not make good... Like, maybe the game was fine. I there I think... I, I remember a lot of dissatisfaction when the game first came out. Maybe it was a Kickstarter. Is that what I'm thinking of? It wasn't early access, but it was a Kickstarter. I don't think they would have Kickstarter because they're like pretty... I don't know. It was... It hmm. felt hollow. A lot a lot the way... Um, did you play Beyond Earth at all? You, no. No, no. That's the, the new... That was the new one Civ before ago, 6. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I was really excited for it and it felt soulless in a way. Like, it was... You're doing all the same things, but it just felt... I don't know. It just... It didn't catch like what Civ had, yeah. And so Solaris kind of felt the way, and now like it feels like there's there's some meat there, and there's something happening, and it matters. And hmm. I'd jump back in, and maybe like if the gameplay changes that I want made it to the not DLC branch of the game. Maybe I like convinced by that DLC. I was itching to play it for a couple months, but like Utopia was coming, I'm like, all right, I'll wait. So maybe play the base game. Like I know they've done a lot of updates, and it's it's tighter than it was. Yeah, like, good. a year or two ago. I like a good. I like a good. Uh, I like, I like a little RTS in my 4X games. Yeah, like it's the, the not turn-based Solaris thing. has that, yeah. You still you still deal with the, um, I guess it was Civ 4, was the stack of death, where you just have your one fleet, and you run it up against their one fleet. Is there any way around that in Stellaris? Because it seems like they limit you to, like, 20 ships. Uh, you can get to a point with a lot more ships, and there's a lot of, like, it's... It's the kind of game that you could play it for 10 hours, like 10, sorry, 100 hours and not get like the weird interplay. You have to go like research all like the, this weapon is good against this weapon. Oh, and these ships and I see. Yeah. So there's, there's some interplay to like fleet building, but eventually you just send your stack of death against their stack of death. That's kind of the thing about all those games that uh, kind of gets repetitive to that point because every, um, well, every game like that that I've played has been... Uh, like Kevin, that. Kevin just like, flipped me off. That's not. I just want to point that out. That's not very nice. It's all stack of death. Like you just get the biggest fleet or the biggest army and run it up against their biggest army, and whoever wins wins. Civ Five fixed that a lot. That they they that was their big thing. In Civ Five was they unstacked the army. Like you couldn't. You only have one unit per tile. So, um, like yeah, having, but I mean, then your super army is just nine tiles wide as opposed to one tile. Right, but like it, it mattered. Like composition mattered because you need a certain amount of uh, you know artillery and ranged and tactics mattered a lot more in that. And who physically moved first in multiplayer mattered for a while. Yeah, that, that was fucked bullshit. up. That was the one time we tried to play Civ Five multiplayer, I could The guy who's that. hosting the game always gets yeah. to move first, <laughs> so he wins. Yeah. That was insane. Oh, the multiplayer moves like resolved based on who physically made them first at their computer. No, I thought it was um like at the we thought it was like the beginning of the game it decided the turn order effectively that mattered, but then it like switched at one point cuz it it screwed Kev going one way cuz he moved first and then he's like, "Hey, so I'm or cuz he moved second. He's like, "So I moved second." And then he made moves assuming that and then he moved first and just lost again. Yeah, they did. Beautiful. They did fix all that to be fair. Yeah, they made it better. Like it, you don't play those games for multiplayer. <laughs> nah, I like. We should do a big, yeah, Civ game or something, or Masters I mean, of Orion or Stellaris or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I've I've been looking for excuses to buy Stellaris. I mean, I still don't know if it would run on my computer. I really don't know if it would. It's pretty should, low intensity. I, I heard that it's computer. graphically low intensity, but I heard that it's like for a CPU because there's a oh. lot of stuff going on in it. Yeah, you ever been to like the the latter end of a Civ turn where it's like five minutes oh, it, like yeah, grinds yeah. through the no, AI? Yeah, sure. you're, that's gonna happen. I guess yeah, because it's, it's but yeah, like, it's real time, right? That's so you, why I don't think my computer could handle it. Yeah, you like hit end turn on Civ, and I'm like, all right, I'll go play a different game. Well, it yeah. chops through all this. Yeah. yeah. 
Stars is fun. I'm a fan. Yeah. I might get back into it. A lot of good games to play right now. Yeah. Like Zelda. Mass Effect, yeah. Mass Effect. Yeah. Near Automata. You can't even bring that up because you haven't played it. Because I have to finish some of these games before I buy another <laughs> one to play. I don't think I... I think I'm about halfway through Zelda. Maybe. maybe. Anyone going to try uh, Ukulele? No, I'm good. I've... I'm good. <laughs> Eric has been... Yeah, okay, he seems like the guy. This. Yeah, yeah, he's been talking about it. I don't know anything about it, and based on the name alone, I probably will not even look at it. Did you ever play, like, Banjo or, like, Conquer no, or any no, of that? No, yeah, you, you would have no interest in it. So it's just like... Yeah, DK64 was, like, the worst version of A platformer with though. stupid animation, basically. And lots of collecting. And lots of collecting. Fourth wall breaks and... Rare speak. All yeah, the characters lot. do their, like... It's like Earthworm Jim. Yeah, same kind of style, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, like it's a nostalgia piece, but I think if I played ukulele now, I think it would like make me realize how bad all those games I liked as a kid were. That's like, from, oh my god! From watching some streams, it feels like yeah, you just they were fine then. I think it's gaming's evolved and trying to go back. There were so many. Like I remember, I can't remember how many bananas it was, but it had to be like five hundred fucking golden bananas in DK sixty four. DK sixty four was just a mess of a game. Like DK sixty four wasn't good. It had to be oh, like wait, like Donkey Kong Country. No, D- the, it's for the N64. On the N64. Isn't that what it's called? No, it's no Donkey Kong Country with the SNES ones. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's it Donkey Kong 64, because that's what you get the expansion pack for. Uh, so many yes. collectibles. Yeah, it was awful. And just the gameplay in it was, yeah. wasn't tight. I don't know, but, but like, they... I think the people, like, I don't think ukulele's disappointing, per se, because they said, hey, we're making another banjo game, basically, and boy, yeah. did they ever. <laughs> they, they gave exactly what the fans wanted. Yeah. It looks nice. Like, technically, it looks nice. There you nice. go. So sure. if, if they were the ones who made Mass Effect Andromeda, Eads would be so happy. Think of all the stuff you could collect. <laughs> all the ends. Eight of them. There you go. Anybody got any other games they want to bring to the table here? Nothing? Nobody? I picked up Dishonored 2. Does anyone want to talk about that? I want to talk a little bit about that. Tell me about that. Uh, follow up to Dishonored. Yep. Uh, it's the I like that first Dishonored quite a bit because it is it's a great uh, game. I love games where you can stop time and 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 you're not stopped and you can like shoot arrows in the air and they all freeze. And you can love stopping time. It's the ultimate power fantasy. And uh, Dishonored Two seems to be more of that. But there's a point right at the very beginning of the game where you're picking. There are two characters you play as. You either play as Corvo, the same guy from the first one, or as his daughter, the girl you rescue in the first one. Uh, they have like pretty drastically different powers by the sound of it. Yeah. And so when it when it put me to this uh, character choice, it was like the I was paralyzed by the decision for like I, I researched both the power sets for like forty five minutes because like <laughs> I'm I'm only gonna fucking play this game once, and I really like Corvo's powers. He has all the same powers from the first one, so maybe I want to see something new. Like, how did they lay out? How did they lay out that choice for you? Do they like do that little? It's literally just a splash video of like Corvo can do this. No, you don't get a video at all. It's just like, do you want to play as Corvo or Emily? And you pick Corvo or Emily. So they don't even like intro? No, them? you don't get any hint of what their powers are. Uh, it was just from like pregame coverage. Because I think this came out in November last year that I sort of knew they had different power sets. And uh, so I did end up playing as Corvo. But he do- he has like all the exact same powers from the first one, which is fun. And I really like him because he's got like time stop and blink and uh, possession. Whereas Emily has more things like uh, she kind of like a gravity gun almost. She can like throw guys or uh, she can chain guys together. So if, that the status effect, it's called domino. The status effect links to all the guys. So if you chain 20 guys and kill the first one, then the domino kills all of them. 
and it's a little bit of a different power set. But every single minute that I'm playing so far, I'm like, should I be? Would I be having more fun as Emily? Like this is kind of just more dishonored as I'm playing it right now, and maybe I'm doing myself a disservice. But I want to stop time, so I don't know. And yeah, like See, I, if it I, were, I don't know what Emily's. If it were me, I would have gone for the different playthrough the second time. Yeah, like, I wanted for to. the second game. I mean, I wanted to, but when I like, I like doing a lot of the stealth shit, and I like to try to go through those games without setting up alarms. And a lot of Emily's stuff looked like more kind of chaos. Fight your way out of. Take the loud route out. And so I pick Corvo again, which is fun. But I just can't help but think like. Man, maybe I should be playing Emily. Maybe I should be playing the new abilities. The path not taken. Yeah, exactly. Is it, exactly. Is it running through the same game, whether or not you choose? I think depending so, on the yeah. The first cutscene, anyways, is exactly the same, because I picked Emily for that first one and watched the cutscene and was like, nope, this is, nope, go back. Rewind time, Corvo. Do you guys remember that cool thing that they did with Resident Evil, Resident Evil 2? Oh, the yeah, that cool thing. Yeah, I remember that's, that. That's so, topical. That's real topical. So there are two... You two all remember that cool thing. Absolutely. Two ca- for, those that don't, for those that don't, let me indulge you guys. I mean, our listeners. Oh, the ship of Theseus. <laughs> uh, there are two characters, uh, Leon Kennedy or... Shit. That's uh, good describe Claire Redfield. Claire Redfield? Claire yeah. Redfield. Um, it, it sort of travels on... It's like a timeline thing where if you were to pick Leon Kennedy... Oh, no, I think I'm wrong in this. I think I'm just imagining <laughs> this. No, Chris, no, th- those face? are the characters. Okay. But I think, like... Oh, no, you know what? I, this is totally awesome. So you you pick either or, and they start by coming into the city, and they're separated. But you play as Leon Kennedy, and you go through his 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 thing, and then at the end of his game, you have the opportunity to play as Claire, going from the from her her branch in the storyline. But things that you did as or you do as Leon affect her game directly. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great. So you're like, I'm gonna leave this herb here. Yes, and then Claire finds that herb. That's exactly it. Like if you're if you're full or whatever, you choose not to not to take that herb then yeah then Claire can find that herb because their stories will like cross they they don't actually like meet up until the very end but like because Leon has like a quicker path to their destination and is a military man who knows how to deal with that shit cop what is Claire Claire is just Just the younger sister of Claire of Chris Redfield average not I think she's a member of stars I I have no idea I, I used to know it I could totally get into it but um yeah, I wish some more games would do that. Resident Evil then, 2 spoiler cast coming up. Because <laughs> then it would, it, it, for you, like, you only want to play this game once. Yeah. But it'd be interesting if like you played as Corvo and then as Elizabeth. Emily. Yeah, even if it, uh, Emily, yeah. Emily. even if it just let me switch. I'd yeah. like to be able to just, you know, between missions or something, like, oh, I'm going to try Emily out. Yeah. See, see what she's all about. That's really cool game design. Like, the back and forth, I think, is really interesting. Yeah. Especially when it affects each other. That's and it, it, there's there's more things, but that's the it's the only thing I can really remember for now. Sure. Like, if, as, as, the cast. as Leon, you did this one puzzle that opened up a door, that would be open for Claire. Claire. Yeah. That's cool. Here's going to take a break. We'll come back, uh, talk a little bit about some news, read an email or two. You should really do more shit like that. What? More... Like, 
like diverging, reconverging. Yes, it's it's like it obviously be. good. Yeah, I'm sure there's other games that there do must that. Be, yeah, we'll do a little research. That's your that's what it brings me task for the break. Yeah. yeah, figure that out. I want ten games uh, ordered <laughs> in uh, reverse importance. Five five pages, double spaced. And At least three original sources. And that's due here, uh, back on the other side of this musical break. Breaking news here in the news segment of this show as of January 2017. Apparently, Disney confirmed uh, Knights of the Old Republic canon is being canon. What happens in that? Uh, uh, Basically, there's just some characters that Knights people liked. And it's written by the same guy who wrote Mass Effect, right? Gator. I think no, so. No, that's Dragon Age. Drew Carpassian. Right, yeah. Is David Gator's Dragon Age? I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, I, know, um, I know he wrote Mass Effect. I'm pretty sure he wrote a lot of the coder stuff. Yeah, the, like, the, the, there's a Jedi who, you know, he's, he's, the, he's between, he's between the light and the dark in Knights of the Old Republic. That's basically what it's about. He's Johnny Cash in it. Yeah. Watch the can, one. You can kind of, like, pick which side. Are you ever going to play Knights of the Old Republic? No. 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 In Knights of the Old Republic, you are looking for this legendary Sith Lord named Revan, whom you later learn is you, whom you later learn was a Jedi who had his mind erased and then some learned the dark side and became a Sith and then recovered his memories and, like, found balance, kind of, but ultimately was evil. Maybe, maybe. That's some... Um, Starts the Empire. That's layers upon layers of shit right there. Yeah, it's good. That sounds, Republic is fucking sounds good. Cool. There's a real good reveal. 13 years ago or whatever guess, it was. <laughs> okay, so you are Evan. Yeah. And you lose your memory? That's correct. Yeah. The the other... I think the Jedi Council suppresses your memory. Okay. Yeah, they do. And cuts off your connection to the Force. Dumb shit like evil that. Evil-ass Jedi Council, man. And so... As, uh, well, they weren't, they weren't going to kill you because they're Jedi. And I, I still maintain that the I Sith are the good why. guys and the Jedi are the bad guys. As the player mm-hmm. character... Yep. Um... You're you're on the hunt for this Revan guy because you've heard about him. Yeah, I, I don't remember exactly how it gets into it, but yeah, yeah, you're looking for Revan. But you're able to pick light side or dark side or like good and bad through the game. Yeah, kind through, of like, your like Mass Effect, yeah. right? Not really good or bad, but like different ways of going about things. That's interesting. That sounds it is. really cool. Knights of the Old Republic was fucking awesome. And so, how does this fit in with 
the Star Trek lore. <laughs> not at all. Not Star in the slightest. Wars. Well, see, Captain Picard uh, traveled, went and shot himself around the sun in first contact and traveled <laughs> back in time. Star Wars lore. Uh, what were we even taught? What how was Revan relevant to Star, was, yes, Star Wars yeah. lore? He, we he started. How- he started what is now the Empire. Right. He started the old Empire, which became the Empire. So are we like a generation before Palpatine, or like where are we? I think it's. Probably, I think it's, it's like, like thousands, of five hundred yeah. or a thousand yeah. years before. Yeah. Right. The old Republic. The old Republic. The old yeah. Republic. Yeah. But it is apparently it's canon now, That's which cool. I just think is great because yeah, some of the best characters are it, from it, that. It's a good story. It's really good. Yeah. Two I'm, is, in, I'm two into is Star Wars better. now. Those games are great. I just played Kotor last year. I'm one of the only people that think those pre- prequels are all right. They're I like all right. You. I like three. I rewatched them. There's nothing wrong with them. Yeah. I like three. There's, there's a lot wrong with them. I mean, now, they're not. Now that I know that Jar Jar Binks was, was originally supposed to be a Sith Lord, that makes that no, first movie way that, better. That's that a cool is theory. the Shepard like is indoctrinated theory. I like, like that theory. Yes, we like to say it, but in our heart of hearts, we know it was never true. George Lucas has come out and officially. Wouldn't had no you? comment on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Be like, yeah, oh yeah, totally. The, this dumb character everyone hates is actually super cool, and I'm a genius. Hey, I mean, maybe not. Makes perfect. Maybe sense. Maybe not a genius. Makes perfect sense. Uh, let's talk about a little bit of news here. Uh, before we go into the news that we have on the sheet, I have a story that uh, is not on the sheet. Mm, I don't Whoa, know if we. I don't know if we can read it. It's not on the sheet. Going off. Uh, you gotta like write it on the sheet here. Okay. Quickly, so. Yeah. Okay. Can it's you write it down of... as you're saying it so I can vet it? Sure. Uh, <laughs> so include the, the hyperlink like we do. Ness Mini uh-huh. is right not oh. being remade anymore. Right, they discontinued it. Huge demand. They're just like yeah. we're done with this. They discontinued the in NES North Mini. America. Yeah, no. yeah. Well, yeah, in North America. Oh, just in yeah. North America. You can make one of those for like fifty bucks on your own. Yeah, right? the, the Ness Mini was that. Uh, yeah, it was like preloaded with it's 30 just, games just a little Linux box right? inside yeah. of it. Like, it's it it's the cool, novelty right? factor of it, though, Absolutely. right? Like, we should take... I have... There are, are Nest systems five feet to the left of us. We should take those shelves, put a little ra- Raspberry Pi in them, and just fucking make one of those, but in a full-size Nest container. Real Nest shell. Do, you, do those Nests work? I have no idea. Oh. Probably. Maybe. So, so why would you destroy it? Uh... I mean, I've got young, two. And he doesn't respect. I guess. Listen, I was I guess. giving these fucking things away for two dollars at garage sales <laughs> when you were starting your first year of college. All right, don't even tell me about <laughs> Ness hardware. That's crazy. Like it, it seems random because there was a yeah, huge no, buy-in, huge like, demand. Like, I'm curious what the what the story is. They, there. They've said that. Uh, yeah, we know that you're probably not going to be able to get one if you want one. But hey, you should probably just go down to somebody who's selling it and maybe cross your fingers. That's like business that's the only way you can get it. Produce stuff. I don't know. I don't I don't know what this do. So buy one, put it on a shelf sealed, right? They're going to make they're going to be worth a lot in a while. Yeah, they maybe they might start making them again. I don't know. Was is demand really that high for them still oh, absolutely. like even after Christmas is over, do you think? I think so. Yeah, I'd agree. It's so eat like I mean, it's, in my mind, anybody who wants to play those games can go get a main emulator in two seconds and pretty easily figure out how. Ninety percent of the people, like, like you think Kevin can go do that? Yeah, Kevin and has. See, I. But that's the, the thing, though. Sealed. I would rather have the one that Nintendo puts out because it's authentic, right? Your shill. Some of the ROMs on that. Um, I, I don't know how NES you would. Mini, yeah, exactly. Some of the ROMs in the NES Mini are like. 
lifted directly off of MAME.com and even have, like, the programmer, uh, That's awesome. like, <laughs> bullshit in the fucking language where you're like, wait a minute, did they just, maybe, did Nintendo just take this ROM from, like, archive.org? Well, I mean, it's theirs. They can. Is is it possible that there was some, like, weird behind-the-scenes, like, not like not exactly legal stuff, but, like, some complaining and some noise being made, and that might be why they're pulling it? That's a conspiracy theory. But I totally think it's an emulation thing, and, like, Nintendo is so, um, like, stuck in the past about a lot of that Absolutely, stuff, right? Like, yeah. they only in the last 10 years have started setting their games out to review outlets because they were so, like... We can't send our games to internet review sites. That's how piracy happens. Like, they're very <laughs> stuck 20 years ago about all this. Um, and it was this... Like, I, th- I think it's a Japanese thing, too. More yeah. than just Nintendo. It's, it's a cultural thing, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's the same with that Persona. Did we talk about the Persona streaming thing last we d- week? We didn't. I tried to get us to talk about it, and you're like, no, no, that's that's not news. That's yeah. too... <laughs> too <laughs> we can talk about that now, I guess, if we want. Wow, you're really going to slum it for this? Yeah. So, yeah, like, the, the makers of Persona <laughs> came out and said, you're not allowed to stream it after a certain spot. You're not allowed to make videos. You're not allowed to make content after a certain point in the game, or we'll DMCA you. Yeah, that was Atlas America. Atlas and uh, the press release literally says, our masters in Japan yeah. are very concerned about like spoiling our story-based game. Sure. Please don't stream it. Or the, the wording in there is like, we recommend you don't, and if you do, we will impose copyright strikes against you. <laughs> so, like, the... I guess the legalese description of it is one they don't have a leg to stand on that that's fair use um the the caveat to that though is they can put pressure on twitch and youtube yeah and those are private platforms you can just say we're going to take it off to please this company that's right at the end of the day youtube owns the service and so youtube abides by the copyright system they have always used which is fuck you to the streamer exactly so but if you want to go host it anywhere yourself they will not like they can try a legal claim against you it's not going to work it's super obvious DMCA fair use but it's still ridiculous like it I don't it feels very detached from reality like do they do they think that people are going to watch their game and then not buy it because they watched someone stream this are they like the people RPG surprised that like someone's like I'm gonna watch this oh my god that twist was spoiled like I think you know what you're getting into when you watch a stream this is coming from a thing too where uh, like the Smash Brothers on the Wii U came out six months before it did here and there were things of like Please do not show video of Ness because we, even though everyone knows that Ness is in the game and has been watching Japanese Smash Brothers for the last six months, Ness has not been announced for the Americas. So no <laughs> video of Ness allowed on the internet. It, it shows like a real disconnect from reality, right? Like totally. They, I, it yeah, there's missing on a huge way that they could market their game. And like, I can I can only imagine that sales go up from people streaming Persona Five. I, I don't think there's any situation in the world where yeah, sale numbers go down. For sure, there's a number of games I've only bought because I watch streams of them. I'm like, this game's really cool. Like uh, Grand Theft Auto Five was the only reason I bought it. Is I watched 30 hours of someone streaming it. I'm like, yep. It's like uh, Tabletop Simulator, the game on the PC game. Like games that have their games on Tabletop Simulator have been able to see a noticeable spike in sales of live copies of the game because their game is accessible on a platform such as that. It, it shows like a just a factual uh, lack of understanding about the way things work now. And I don't... Yeah, I don't... like, And the fact that they've gotten taken a lot of flack for it. Like, it just is such a, a really poor decision, it feels like. I'm curious. Do you think it's going to get worse? Do you think you're going to see that in more games? Or I, th- I think it's already gotten better over time. Like, Nintendo used to be insane. And even Rockstar, when Grand Theft Auto V came out, right? It was like no streaming of Grand Theft Auto V allowed for the first however months. Or Red Dead was the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Rockstar games traditionally have had uh, streaming or video bans on them for the first six months. 
but I think like as that stuff gets more and more prolific, and it has, it is like now one of the biggest industries in the world. That's huge. Uh, um, have you ever streamed from a console? Have you ever done like the PlayStation Now or whatever? No, I I never have, but only because I have the hardware to like fancy it up a little bit. Right, because that's the thing they said they they don't allow streaming you like if you're playing one of those games on the playstation that button is just disabled for these games yeah there's a uh, yeah, like me, this scene is blocked yeah let me ask you about that so i don't know shit about any of this but when i'm playing my games and big boss is about to or skull face is about to launch into his tirade the thing the the playstation tells me uh recording has recording been recording has been paused yeah, yeah re- recording has been stopped there like was, can you still get around to that by putting your, your capture, capture card, card? Yeah. Oh, yeah okay absolutely uh, okay. There was one. Was it a Bioware game? What, the, what was the game where the recordings weren't allowed during the load scenes because the load scenes were like obscene? Oh, there was know. like seven That's or eight minute load scenes, <laughs> and conveniently, scene recording was blocked. Nice. I can't remember what game that was. Fuck! It's definitely one I own. Yeah, uh, I have it might no come idea. to me. So Bioware you game you like, own, but you didn't return that one. Seven, eight minute I loading screens are no big games. deal. He was two hours of loading screens in. He just committed <laughs> at that point. It was um, probably Inquisition. But we're like, you're against the embargo, right? Everyone's like pretty like that's that's bullshit, right? Like you're not. Yeah, totally. I don't watch streams myself, but like, yeah, like you said, these things will sell sell your game. So I don't know why they're right. stopping that. I'm not, I'm not walking into a stream and being, oh my god, surprised I'm spoiled. You know what you're getting yeah, into, exactly. right? Yeah, exactly. Like, no one accidentally turns on Twitch and watches 100 hours of Persona. There's yeah. certain games that I won't watch on a stream for the sheer point of the fact that I know that I'll, something will probably be spoiled. Absolutely, so. yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, don't be an idiot, I guess. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Like, I, I intentionally avoid media for things that I yeah. know I'm going to play. Absolutely, yeah. I haven't watched that new Last Jedi singular plural trailer. And I'm not That came out three days ago right now, I guess. No. <laughs> How about that? The I, haven't watched, trailer. I haven't watched that Game of Thrones or Thor. I don't I watch trailers. Watched, oh, the Game of Thrones trailer is so good. It is, it is how trailers. you should make trailers. Because it, it, it gets you super excited and super hyped without spoiling literally anything. Good, Except yeah. one thing, if you kind of know the books, it gets super. It's just it's it is so much better it's than trailers. Subtle. It's, it's, super, it's, it's subtle. super subtle, right? Because yeah. trailers have had this issue of just let's do the entire movie. The Game of Thrones trailer is not just the fact that it's Game of Thrones; it's just a good piece of yeah, it is of, of editing. The Thor trailer it it revealed something to me that made my jaw drop, and I thought that was like a huge spoiler. But like, oh, the uh, I don't I don't is it that I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. It's 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 a character that that shows up, but like I, I hate that. That is like the yeah. sole reason. The fucking Batman versus Superman. And I was, Wonder Woman oh, thing. there's Wonder Woman, and there's a uh, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Whoever. The- and I was I was kind of outraged at this one because yeah, I, I've experienced that the whole Batman versus Superman stuff, and I'm like, you guys hold something back. But I was showing, uh, I was telling, I was talking about this with my other buddies. Like that was kind of common knowledge that that character would be in there. I hate I'm like, that. That's, why that's would, the why would same you? bullshit reason that you guys use to fucking discuss Legion spoilers openly as I'm watching Legion. Sure. Okay, your argument there was so dumb. He didn't know that. Uh, what's, the, what's the what's Legion's name? I don't know his name. I don't know either. But it is. he's 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 Xavier's son. Yeah, there's like, a that cool. Is, there's that entire not the entire season, but there is a cool reveal in that show where you see the wheelchair of Professor X. That if I had not known it was coming, I'd be like, oh my god! I just I can't believe like, you must be one of the only people in the world who's watching Legion who didn't know that. Um, I, don't, I don't read comic books. I read comic books and I didn't know that. You didn't know like that's not just really. That's, so I'm wa- I'm watching the first episode and my wife obviously doesn't know shit. About about this but like I'm, I'm connected in my head because I know this now but if I were not to have because at the end I was like did you know that or here's a fun fact that character is that character's son 
And she's like, oh, really? Of, of course, it doesn't mean anything to her, but... <laughs> I don't know. This is the exact same thing, though, of you yeah, being I know. like, oh, I know. Uh, actually, it's common knowledge that it's whoever like, is in Thor Ragnarok. But, but, I mean, like, hold something back. Absolutely, You're right yeah. about those trailers. Like, that Game of Thrones trailer is well done, as opposed to all these superhero fucking trailers that just smash everything in these trailers, showing off everything. And it's but, weird, because, like, they're going to sell the tickets anyway like there's no way your first couple days aren't just going to sell out and then people can talk about it and they can exactly i I don't understand why leave some stuff but they can't leave anything out like if if it's not in the trailer somebody's going to go through the cast of the movie and they're going to see the actor and they're going to see this actor is playing this character and then they're going to write it in an article and somebody's going to pick it up on a different news sure at that point it's it's going to get a little bit more self-inflicted right yeah a little bit more and like the people that watch a trailer and the people that read these like super industry news sites, right, are so different. Those are the people that want to get spoiled, like the people who are flying drones over the Game of Thrones <laughs> filming sites. Psychos. It's different than like because everyone watches the trailer, except for me. I haven't watched it yet. I like trailers. I don't want to. I've always liked trailers. I like being surprised in the moment. Hmm. How I did like, you not know? That? I like seeing. <laughs> I like the. I like the trailer to be as exciting as possible, and if that involves showing me a character. The show six months before. Did you see the Thor trailer? I haven't watched the Thor trailer. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about it. I saw the Hulk thing. It was a Hulk thing, isn't it? Because there's a reveal that actually made my jaw drop. I I haven't seen it. I I heard about. uh, I think what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, see, apparently it's common knowledge. And of course, like, yeah, you you, even if you try to stay away from these trailers, Matt, they're just going to be like, yeah, yeah, it's all over. It's everywhere. Like the common knowledge thing is depending on your circle, right? Yeah, sure. Did you like the, my favorite thing about Legion was the people that like were going on the internet to talk about how they were feeling like they were the smartest person in the world. Or like, look at all these Pink Floyd references. Like, oh my god! So, I'm like, are you serious? Are you, like, yeah. the, the, the the female lead is Sid Barrett, and then at, at one point in the show, aren't they like, man, you really like Pink Floyd? Yeah. And he's like, like yeah, I know. And everyone's like, they just like, covered this super deep. I'm like, no, that was like as front and center as you could possibly be. Legion is so great, by Is the Legion way. good? Oh, yes. yeah? It, like, oh, yeah. It's a few episodes of, like, this could be good, and maybe it's just really ridiculous, and then it just hits a point that it is astounding. Like, top five episodes of television Astounding. I've yeah. I loved it from episode one. Yeah. I like Every episode is, like, very unique and weird, and, like, uh, I don't want to sell it short, but it's almost like, oh, like, it, it, this is the musical episode or whatever. Like, you might you know, get a fucking clip show or a music episode or a Christmas episode from standard uh, television runs. It's kind of like that where each episode is its own like, oh, this one's a silent noir movie. Yeah. It felt weird for the sake of weird for the first few episodes is my only worry. Like, yeah, it felt yeah. like something was going to come and it was good. And then that one episode just, yeah, at that point, you're like, okay, it, it, it fulfilled its promise. Love it. Jermaine from Flight of the Concords is in it. Is he? Best, oh, best character. Sweet. Best character. Yeah. Fuck, I can't wait for season two of that show i hope they do a season two so as far as the whole professor x thing like th- is that really common knowledge like it, to I, matt's I, I defense felt like it was like I didn't. at what point i never even knew the show makes professor it very x plain. had a son the show makes it very plain because he's talking about his theoretical father and doing like a weirdly spot on patrick stewart impression <laughs> and even says like i'll make it so or something at one point <laughs> yeah they it's pretty really good. nod to yeah. it it's solid it's a good show such a good show i should watch it Let's go to some news. Uh, speaking of all those games that I refund, now I can do it on the Xbox. And Windows 10. Uh, what do you... <laughs> you can have those... Those laughs can be on mic. That's all money. Don't no, worry. Geez. Don't worry. 
<laughs> Don't silence my laugh track. Um, similar to Steam. It's uh, play the game less than two hours. I think it's own it for less than two weeks as well, oh, which I think is exactly like Steam. And you can more or less, no questions asked, get a refund. Do you get like refund refund or do they give you like xbox dollars i am not prepared to answer those questions okay i'd be okay i think with it's credit. i think it's i think it's dollars dollars okay that like makes, real, that makes real money. Like it goes back into your whatever i think whatever you card. used for it is probably how you get it back so if you pay with I'd credit be, card get back on your i card. mean i'm still gonna buy games and yeah. don't mind having some cash in that wallet yeah like you, you understand that like i'm an addict and i'm gonna go buy games <laughs> anyway. yeah. it right. makes you feel better like Imagine another Assassin's Creed Unity on yeah. our hands. You know, like, broken, shitty games are gonna happen, and we're gonna buy them, and, like, this just makes me feel better about buying those games on the Xbox. I don't know. I guess, like, the question I always have when they talk about this is, isn't this kind of just bringing back demos in the wrong way? Because now yeah. you're just yeah. incentivized to just it buy is. everything and play it as a demo, right? It is. They will, if it's anything like Steam, and I have to imagine it is, they will get on you if it seems like you're obviously abusing it. Uh, uh, you've first-hand experience here? No. I was just about to say, <laughs> that said, I returned a lot of fucking VR games on Steam with it, and it's like, it's like, please tell us why you returned this game or whatever. I'm like, broken VR game, and that has been fine for every sure. time till now. <laughs> sure. But uh, I assume if you're obviously abusing it, they'll get on you. Uh, but yeah, totally. It it does encourage a lot of people. I I mean, myself included. There are times when I'm like, I'll I'll buy this game that I don't know about, and worst case scenario, I'll just play for less than two hours, and get my money back. Yeah, I always feel bad returning things. See, it's, I so do I actually. It's yeah. it's like I I don't know if I would feel bad about returning it, but I don't think I can make. It's very rare that I can make the decision that I don't like a game in less than two hours. That's my next question. Like, like after two hours, do you really have a feel of the game? Because after two hours of Mass Effect, I was like... I think it would be... Nothing really has two, happened. I, I only needed two hours in Mass Effect to be like, well, this is broken and looks bad and blah, blah. Like, here are my technical problems. Like, I played the first two hours of No Man's Sky. I thought that game was great. Yeah, the game's good for about 90, yeah, two hours. Yeah, and then <laughs> I played it for another two hours after that and realized, oh, wait, no, this game isn't great. Yeah, it took me like 50 hours of Beyond Earth to realize it wasn't good, and then another like 200 hours to go, yeah, this really isn't good. <laughs> it, isn't, it isn't really supposed to be a way to demo games, though, right? It's not supposed to be like, I'm going to play this for two hours and decide if I want to keep it. It's more like, oh, this game runs like fucking shit. That or, makes sense. Or like, yeah. I'm having technical problems, or... Uh, there nobody plays this multiplayer game anymore, so it is impossible to find a match. Would be a good one, but sure. I mean, would they give you flack if you returned it after before the two hours and said, "Yeah, game wasn't for me"? I don't think so. As long as you're not doing it like every week, I'm sure that. But this- even if you are doing it every week. Even even then, it's probably fine. And that's what right? I'm, that's like, what I think. Like I don't. Is that wrong though? Like, does this this encourage? I mean, no, it, it's not wrong. Right, like, like if you want to, if you want to buy it and try it out for two hours and return it, yeah, sure. You that if, is now within if, your rights. If they say that that's something that they will let you do, then why not do it? But like, like I said, I two hours to me seems like not enough time. It depends on the genre. Some games you can I guess, understand yeah. completely in two hours. Right? Like I think the only game that I knew that I didn't like in less than two hours was Inquisition. And well, and here's another wrinkle: is some games are shorter than two hours. Some yeah. games you can beat in an hour and a half, right? And that's that's the end of your little story experience. I've, I've had some games, like some of my favorite games. Uh, Jazz Punk is maybe 90 minutes and that. I love that game. It was amazing. Yeah. So like, see, people abuse it, right? I think uh, I think if they, they could very easily gate it and say, 
if you have the trophy for beating the game, you cannot return the game. <laughs> oh, that's so finicky. Like, is it though? That would be that. Because if no, I were going to draw a line in the sand, that's probably where I would draw it. Yeah, too. a trophy you, for beating the game. If like, you beat, or some, yeah, so you just like there, paw, right? you just power pull at the, like the the last. Well, minutes? you know, if like come on, if there's so then or then like I put my beat the game trophy five minutes in, and then everything else is extra content. <laughs> right, like there's it's, it's a push pull between yeah. players and devs. If you want to be shitty about the system, like you, you'll always be able to find a way to do yeah. that. Yeah. So if if the players want to be shitty and return it after beating it, then sure, the devs can turn around and say, okay, well, we're going to be shitty too, and we're going to f- prevent you from returning it once you pass this certain point. So does it does it encourage developers to develop in a bad way? Like if you know that you need to hook people in two hours, they start front loading their games. Like yeah. um, we talk about Mass Effect. Like you know, stuff moves slowly. Like you certain like. Mass Effect's just my, my go-to, but there's lots of games where you haven't unlocked half the abilities, you haven't gotten certain things. If mm-hmm. if you know you need to, like, get the hook in, do you start, like, front-loading the game in a really bad way that just ruins the, the narrative flow in favor of the Flash to and get people in? That is entirely possible because, yeah, there's games like, uh, like using Final Fantasy as an example. It's, yeah. There's Final Fantasy games where you still have tutorials coming up 15 hours into the game. Yeah, you're like, I don't know, you've played 10 minutes a game and the rest have been cutscenes, right? Like, and that's <laughs> not, I'm not, I'm not saying that in a bad way. Yeah. So, it, it, like, the two-hour thing just feels like it's a bad one-size-fits-all for me. But, I mean, you need to have some sort of one-size-fits-all. You do, yeah. And time does yeah. make sense. But sure. Is it the best metric? Yeah. Well, that's just it. Like, well, how would you do it better? We've already, like, thing. You'd viscerated trophies as a metric. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what a better metric is, but time... It's it's flawed. It might, it might be the it is it certainly is like but it isn't I don't think it is by any means a terrible system especially for like the average consumer like me the, this system is fantastic like I only benefit from the system and the way that I use it is not like develop it's not hurting developers. Do you think you could do like um, time but put them into like um, dollar buckets like if the game's under twenty bucks it's an hour if the game's under forty bucks it's two hours sixty like Maybe. is that a thing? People start to get. Uh, like people don't like when you start to make correlations between like cost and amount of content that's or yeah, genre or okay like how long should a game yeah. be there's no there's no, game, win, yeah, right? exactly. there's no win yeah exactly games are so ephemeral that I, I think you kind of just call it two you put a time limit on it and what else can you do really do you think two hours is the right amount of time yeah I do I think that's long enough where you can get at least a sense of like how the game runs and plays and if people are playing multiplayer and that type of thing and at least get into it a little bit to know like oh man i fucking hate this and i'm gonna bounce off it or like um the the big one for me i think is gonna be the multiplayer thing of there are so many online only uh console games like you know plants versus zombies garden warfare whatever, whatever the shooter one is and like all those types of things where I bet there are a lot of a lot of people pick those games up and can just never find a match or find like four people playing or whatever. Yeah, but I I don't think that's a pro- like using that as an example kind of hurts this whole argument for for newer games at least because you pick up a new game and obviously the multiplayer is going to be busy right when a game comes out. So if you pick it up for the multiplayer, play it for those two hours, say yeah, this multiplayer is awesome. I'm going to keep playing it. And then after a week or two weeks, like, uh, what was that hunting the dinosaur game that you guys played where you were the group of four people evolve? And, yeah. Yeah. Evolve. Yeah. Like that game, when it first came out, you guys had tons of fun with it. Yeah. Booming. But two weeks later, when everybody stopped I'm, playing it, 
It was it was more like six months, but yes, everybody did. But stop yeah, playing. like that's not like, the devs' fault. Like that's uh, you should have. Well, no, that, that is the devs' fault. No, well, it's but it's like the devs' it's fault. Like They're these, not building a game that people want to play. Uh, that's like it's like the it's like the multiplayer a- VR games on Steam, which there are so many of, and infinite. so many you buy, and there is literally no one playing, so you can never find a game. I know, like, but, so your argument there is like um, Mass Effect people should be able to refund that because Zelda exists? Right? Like, yes. That, that, that was effectively what you're arguing. <laughs> yes, is. they should. No, I'm saying that... Tagline of this podcast. Like, no, it, it's just, it's not that, you're not saying the game, the game isn't bad, like that, what was it, survival of something something? The dinosaur, evolve? 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 You're saying that game's bad because people stopped playing it, but that what if something better came out? What if... But you, if, if your reason for playing a game, if your reason for buying the game is the multiplayer, and there's well, no one playing evolve it... Evolve is... But you got, uh, you got your two weeks. Multiplayer only, right? right? Evolve... Yeah, I, I don't actually. Uh, maybe I mean, you can play that, without anyone that online. That was just but an example, really no. but just multi-box. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like it's a. If you put out a multiplayer game like that, then yeah, you have the situation where no one is going to return it in the first re- release of the game. Yeah, but then you just run into the fact where anybody who buys it after that is just going to buy it, realize no one plays it, and then return it. Right, but shouldn't you as the consumer be protected against buying a product that you can no longer play because the player base isn't big enough? Should you not be... No. no? you should be able to just buy games that you literally cannot... You can spend $60 on and literally never launch a match of because no one's playing it online. Yeah, find three friends who want to play. Should you not... No, no, no. I, as long as I, I don't think, exist, we're, I think, I don't think we're arguing against different things here. Like, I think you should be able to do that. Yeah, I'm on the other side. But... Like I, I think Evolve that, is the perfect example. The, I, the like, time factor of two hours just leans towards the fact that if you buy a game on release, you're probably gonna keep it for the two hours more so than if you buy it six months after the fact. I think if you buy a dead game at any point, regardless of if it's one week or ten years after launch, if it's a dead game that you can't play, you sh- they, they shouldn't be selling it in the first place. Right, well, but, no, but well, let's say you buy still using evolve as an example let's say you buy it on you evolve on the two days before it goes dead you play it for two days but you've passed that two hour window i guess i think you should still be able to return it because the game is dead i'm in the get not because of the i at that point not because of the two hour window i'm in the get i i don't think the two hour one is perfect i just think we have to abide by the rules so I'm in camp. Get fucked at that. I point. think if it's if you buy the game and two days later the servers go down and they decide like yeah. they plug pull them, then you deserve money. If it's people stop playing, get fucked. Yeah, yeah, because that's yeah. that's off them. They're they're just shitty companies at that point. As long as you're not getting in when it's dead. Yeah, if you get that, when it's dead, absolutely. Selling a dead product. <clears throat> I don't know where I draw that line or like where I, I justify this, but selling a dead product is fundamentally wrong. Can no. you still selling purchase? a dying product is fine. Can you still purchase uh, Evolve? Uh, I, it went free to play at some point, oh and God. then the, I, I don't know. So find Eads, play and Evolve. I don't know. I still, I still if you join a game, it'll be the game with him because there's Almost, no one else. Yeah, Almost no guaranteed. One else, yeah. Yeah, I bet three, I can three listeners in. get in there. Uh, let's talk a little bit about some Uncharted DLC. Oliver, why don't you take us through? You posted these stories. Tell me about so, them. So the Lost Legacy is this DLC that they're putting out to continue the Uncharted franchise. But this one is going to follow the adventures of Chloe Fraser and Nadine Ross. Nadine Ross was the female character from Uncharted 4. And she was the badass. Chloe Fraser is beat up. Morgana from Dragon Age Dragon Origins. Age. Yes. Yes. Claudia Black. 
we should name this episode Dragon Age something or other because we've referred to Dragon Age a lot. <laughs> it already is Dragon Age something or other. There you go. Done. Perfect. Um, so the news story, like that, that was announced a long time ago. <clears throat> the news story here is that it, it has an estimated time of 10 hours, which is pretty awesome. And I mean, that's an estimated time, and they can say whatever they want, but... Mm-hmm. Like, that's deal- like standard Uncharted length. Yeah, I think, that's right? like a length of Uncharted yeah. game. A full... Uncharted game. Yeah. Are those games really that short? Yeah. Yeah. Like, is that including cutscenes? Yes. Yeah. That's wow. start to finish. 10 hours, 10, 11, 12 hours. No, that's good. You're say, you're like, those saying, wow, are, like it's a bad thing. Those but are like, tight games. I'm all, and, yep. Yeah. Those I are mean, all great South games. South Park Stick of Truth was like 12 hours long, so. Is that including load times? Probably. No, Uncharted load times were like 40 hours. <laughs> they, they were brutal. <laughs> like, I played Uncharted, they were. Well, they only load from like what? At the when you first yeah, start the game, and what Event, the beginning right? of each level? No, the beginning of the game. <laughs> Every map change. Those games are like seamless. Once you were playing, it was exactly. A right. But there was yeah, a lot of downtime. I felt there was a lot of downtime. Maybe it, was, it wasn't bad. They like, hide. I felt it sucked. Yeah, they, they yeah. hide a lot of those load screens and cutscenes. Yeah, Naughty Dog is are masters of what they do, and if there's a ten hour DLC, Na- Naughty Dog is masters of what they do. What did I say? Are masters of what they do? Yeah. That works too. No, Naughty Dog, masters? Naughty Dog is masters of what no, they do. No, that's, that's wrong. It's no, you're wrong. I'm right. Are. Naughty Dog is a single entity. Naughty, yeah, I guess. Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog. No, but they represent a group of people. No. Naughty Dog yeah. is a master of what they do. Is a master of what they do. Naughty Dog are masters of what they Bo- do. Both work. work. Dragon Age Yours specifically rather. doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh... We get released on August 22nd and will cost $40. $40 for a DLC is qu- quite a bit, but I mean, if this is another Uncharted game for, with like an Uncharted length, I'm totally... I'm you totally feel like it's it. basically just another full game? Yeah. And you need to own the base game to buy it? I don't think so. What? Because like really? DLC means... I don't know. I don't I'm know. I'm curious. But, I mean... What? It must not. It, yeah, it check can't that. be standalone. Yeah, yeah that'd no, be you'd, crazy. You'd have, to buy, you'd have to have the original game. But like The Last of Us, that, that DLC was standalone. You could... You could have bought that without. That's not DLC. I don't know. That, that yeah, that feels was. like you're just mixing. Terms was it standalone? At that point. It, it sort of is. Left, Left Behind wasn't standalone. Was it not? I don't think so. I mean, oh. you wouldn't understand it, and you wouldn't get the impact of it. I don't if think you, you hadn't played the thing, but I think it was how, standalone. How would you play it without launching by buying Last it of us. and downloading? I don't. I don't know. I check. Don't know. check. I will. <laughs> Fact-based podcast here. Uh, so yeah, the Lost Legacy standalone expansion. All right, that's just standalone expansion. Just feels like Stand, it's not DLC. It's a standalone expansion. Whatever. What does that Let's mean? <laughs> I don't, I don't downloadable from, content. From a story point, it's standalone from the rest of the game, but you still, it's still an expansion. No, to me, to me, standalone means you can play it without. Yeah, you, you boot it up from outside. Does anybody the game, have any? Right? Does anybody have any other questions about the Lost Legacy? Um, can we play more uh, Crash Bandicoot in it? No, I doubt oh, it. That's devastating. Is uh, Nathan? That was the best part of Uncharted. No, I'm <laughs> is gonna disagree. Nathan Drake in it? Yeah, it is. It is standalone. Uh, I don't know if Nathan Drake's in it. I imagine they'll talk about Nathan Drake. Hey, you bang Nathan Drake. Hey, me too. Oh, I no, beat only up one of them. I beat yeah. up Nathan Drake. He pushed me through a window once. It was dope. So that, does Nadine live through Uncharted Four? I don't remember. I don't. I, I, she, I, she does. She does because she. Uh, when it is all getting its craziest, she like puts her hands up and is like, "This is too fucking much. F- what? Forget this!" and leaves. To and right towards the end of that game, I'm. I think this is before. Like this is before the events of Uncharted Four. 
But I don't. We, that's we, speculation. We didn't, speculation. Chloe, we didn't see Chloe at all, and no, she wasn't part of yeah, that. Okay. And I was, I was glad hmm. to see her revealed in the little gameplay yeah. trailer thing that they put out because I really like, I like Chloe. I like Claudia Block. Yeah, she's good. Mm-hmm. I was like, what are the artifacts they're searching for? It's like the tusk of. It's an Indian artifact. Yeah, it's the tusk of what's the, the Ganesh? Oh it's tusk of Ganesh. Yeah, I am totally making no, no, that straight up. up. So it is, it is the, no, no, you're right. It is the tusk of Ganesh. If I that will, is racist. I apologize. <laughs> I remember reading that. Like that, that's a, that's a cool artifact. Like everything on Uncharted, like the ship of Theseus. Absolutely. That's that's gonna be the next Uncharted. You guys remember that new? I mean, maybe only Oliver remember this. You remember that new Bioware IP that they were talking about, like E3 circa 2014, yep. and there was a trailer, and it's like, you've been chosen. Did they have a trailer? Yeah, it was live action, and it was just people. I think there was like, one of them was like a car wreck or something, and it was, it was you've been chosen was all I remember, <laughs> the tagline, and it was all live action. I don't re- actually remember that. I know they talked about stuff that they were working on, and I know... For a fact, like Bioware Edmonton is working on something. Some more details about that. Apparently, yeah. Uh, apparently, it's going to be an MMO-ish in the veins of Destiny, or I guess Diablo in a lot of Des- ways. Destiny you, and what's that other one? Division. Division. Yeah, there's got to be a term for uh, sort of MMO. Those are MMOs, are they not? No, MMOs? they're no, not no, massive. No, no, they're not massive. Right, that's the first M. It can't be an MMO without the first <laughs> M. No, the, this, Destiny is pretty like Destiny is like only six people in your world at a time, but you are seamlessly getting matched with them. It's not really an MMO, but it kind of like, is. What, what's your what defines an MMO? Is there a number? Is there yeah, a number of people? To me, an MMO is like. Uh, I don't know what the number is, but a large number of people are all in the same, like, can be in the same game space at the same time. Right. Whereas Destiny, you're only ever going to have, like, six people or whatever it is, or ten or whatever. In your, like, yeah, in the world outside, but when yeah. you go into those safe rooms, there's, like, 20 guys in there. Yeah, like, it's, it's but a you can't, people. But you can never it's, play with them. No, but to me, an would, MMO is, like, the tropes that happens in MMOs. Is and, Diablo an MMO? I suppose. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll... By uh, that, by that definition, yeah. Well, again, yeah, for you're me, you're right. You're right. It's you're, the it's those things. Good. It's the loot, the the loot drive at the very end. It's the 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 raids and stuff. It's those t- these terms that I'm totally not into and drive me like away from these types of games. Maybe it's a meaningless. I think it is a meaningless word in today's day and age. Yeah, where, so where multiplayer sh- is so they should coin another phrase yeah. for these. Yeah. But like it, it, it's that type of stuff. Seamless. Multiplayer online game, a schmo, smog, a schmo, so a smog. Yes, smog, yeah. <clears throat> that has to exist. That's too good not to exist. Uh, anyways, this new Bungie IP is apparently going to be one of these kind of things. Which th- that's not a lot to go on. That's not enough. I don't think to be like no, you know, no yay like... or nay. But <laughs> but I mean, I like multiplayer games, especially when the like matchmaking is hidden from me. That that feels awesome. If they stamp the word Halo on it, you're sin, right? Is that what the yes. seamless thing? you're referring to it yeah exactly if it feels like we are all actually in the same world even if we're not right where it's like pulling us all from our different servers right, they, or whatever it's not like a matchmaking screen which all just kind of stand in yes. a room that's where it loses it for me i think that's where the line between like mmo and not is is if do i have to press join matchmaking queue and then it loads me into the game right you know in like world of warcraft you join a matchmaking queue yeah yeah the lines are blurry like we it, were it, yeah. on that like it's 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 iffy uh, I, that might be cool. I hope it's 
Star Wars based yeah. or Mass Effect I mean, based. Before Horizon, new, or before, what, what does new IP really even mean? Like brand new shit, stuff you haven't heard of, stuff that they're gonna hang their hat. Mass on. Effect Horsehead. Nope. That's just the nebula. That's not a galaxy that would never work. Before Andromeda dropped, I think, like, anything Bioware would have been like, holy shit, Bioware's new shit. Remember when they were supposed to be... And people would be amazed, and people would be, like, all in. Remember when they were supposed to be... Sorry. Now that Andromeda has dropped, and, like, they're not as flawless as people make them out to be, like... It keeps dropping and dropping. Yeah. And And they haven't had a new IP in how many years? What was the last one? Probably... Mass Effect. Mass Effect was the last yeah, one. Yeah, long the 2004 or something like that. Know. Long time. Long time ago. Six. I want to say six. Yeah, could have been. So, yeah, I, I think... The last time the Oilers were in their playoffs was when Mass Effect came out. <laughs> it's a little, uh, a little too close. Uh, yikes. Man. A little too close. That's why that second game was so good. Everyone was so hyped on the Oilers yeah, making they, the playoffs. They figured it would be playoff yeah, time again. Bioware Edmonton was channeling the energy of the city. Uh, who loves sequels at this table? I do. Yeah? Especially for shit I like. Great. I will play anything with the we, proper title. We did a Horizon Zero Dawn spoiler cast just last week. You can find that on uh, Talking Reckless with an R or a W dot com. That was very fun. And they're uh, talking about a sequel already. Horizon One Dawn. So we talked about... Um, really? Horizon Zero Dusk. That's... <laughs> So we during that during that spoiler cast we talked about uh, DLC ideas. Apathesis zero dawn. Those little those little those a sky term. There's horizon and then the uh, no am I okay? A- Apex? No, I thought isn't it called apathesis? Apathesis is the apathesis is the opposite. Those are wrong. Apex is the height of I'm the sun. To, I'm trying to think back to my Kerbal here. Uh, no, but I don't think you. Oh, can we talk about Kerbal a bunch? To the sun as being at its apex. Yes, you do. Noon no, is the sun is at its apex. Apothesis so. is the opposite of the the uh, anti. Yeah, the, the anti dawn. Yeah, apothesis is, is anti. No antithesis. No, I'm saying noon is not when the sun is at its apex. Is it not? Well, not where we are. Yes, <laughs> we get sun two hours a day. It's fine. Anyways, there's a, hori- a horizon zero dawn to. Well, game. they're they're just talking about it, and they're talking about like details that the the developers would like to see. It feels like it's just super rough. There's just them just spouting off. Yeah, right? it like, is. It's, it's, it's years sure. out, right? They're realizing that hey, they, they if it's in the love our game, and I hey, imagine. Yeah, like yeah. after after the the you think reception like bef- it's gotten. Like you think before release they were working on it? Or was like, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I, That's ambitious. No, totally. 100%. I bet they have three games planned and they have been worked like previsiting all From three, a story arc standpoint, they probably yeah. had a couple games planned out, but there's no way that they had been working on building those games I until bet they this had. one came out. I bet they had. I don't know. They were, I don't we know. were working on like Mass Effect 2 at the end of Mass Effect 1 at BioWare. And like when they were, we're doing our ten year game, three games, ten years. But I mean, they were if, working if, on if, all if, those. If Horizon would have bombed, like Gorilla and Sony, probably been like, all right, let's not do I don't, this. Well, scrapping no, it Gorilla, is probably a lot easier than Gorilla and Sony. Like first party, <clears throat> they are sure. guaranteed working on all three of these games in this trilogy right now. Yeah. If the game bombs, they okay. just replace maybe, the dinosaurs or something maybe else. Maybe if it were any yeah. other company. If it were any other company, if it was an EA company and something bombed. You're right. Holy EA. Smart business decision-making EA, yeah. who quite often <laughs> says, don't release that bad unfinished game. 
And they do so well with the studios they buy. Yeah. I think they're absolutely working on all three. At any rate. Or, or sorry, th- we don't know there's going to be a third one. There's going to be a third one. You got to respect that. I like the idea of a sequel instead of just the constant garbage DLC, like the, the low effort. Oh, we might see lots of that, too. Yeah, but that, that's like, that's... <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm, I'm glad that they're they're thinking about, like, a full release game as opposed to telling Silence's story. Maybe, maybe in it's, DLC. it's a standalone expansion. I just don't want... <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't want to see it out in first quarter 2018. Yeah, mm, yeah, for sure. I want absolutely. them to take the time. That, yeah. that feels like it's like a churned out. Yeah, like, then it just feels like the wrong people are making decisions. They're realizing that they're capitalizing on the market share that they have, and they're just pounding out a game as fast as they can. So you guys never like Horizon Zero Dawn was made in nine months. Is this your <laughs> first time ever seeing games? Like, of course they're going to do this. Of course it's going to happen. Maybe not one year Killzone, from now, but like Killzone was not forced out. Like those games were like a lot of the kill zones barely even made it out, <laughs> but they were they were they were still like some most of them were stuck in development hell for like uh, the main kill zones. Yeah, how many did they make three? Uh, yeah, sure. Kill zone was it one? I think was it was one was, the one that almost didn't make it out. I think there were two on PlayStation three. One and two, kill zone one and two. Was there one for four? No, it was, I think it was kill zone for PlayStation two. Shadowfall was and for then four. three. Was there? Yeah. Oh yeah, there was. Shadowfall. Was there? Yeah. Shadowfall was a launch title for the PlayStation 4 and was not Crazy. terrible, but not good. Yeah. So anyways, for the most part, like good or bad, these games, they're, they're actually pretty polished games. Like they take yeah. their time on their games. So I'm not worried about them being like forced out. These these Horizon games being forced out. But it's going to depend, right? I mean, it I'm depends, not... Depends on the entire release calendar for that year's looking like. Depends how the Scorpio does. Depends on the whole climate yeah, of the true. industry. True. Are you are you guys like... Is Horizon the franchise that you, you'll hit your bandwagon to? Are you going to play a Horizon game no matter how bad it is? Yeah. Well, I... I like the Horizon enough that I will play a okay. sequel. Okay, that's fair. I'll like, play the sequel, but it, it doesn't just get a free pass because of how good the first game was. Like, I'm not going to slog my way through it if I don't like it. Okay. Unlike Oliver, who will if they t- if they keep telling a story like the story that they they they, they planted story. the seeds on <laughs> <laughs> in Horizon Zero Dawn is good enough for me to want more. Okay. And these ca- characters, as as bland as they as they were, only can only get better. I mean, Silence was cool. Aloy can be cool. Aloy was cool. Could be has the potential to be cool. Yeah, and who wherever they go with it, like they they've told the story of the past. In this game, or in the original game, and whatever happens in the future, or whatever happens in future games, well, I hope is interesting. Let's talk about this uh, Microsoft expected to make hardware and software announcements on May the 2. What does that mean, Oliver? I don't know. They released Scorpio stuff yeah. last yeah. week. I, be with you. I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, specs that totally went over my head. I, I, I hear it's pretty good. Integrated power brick. I don't know if I brought that up last week. Really? Yeah. In my mind, the Scorpio was this, like, twice as tall as the Xbox One monstrosity and weighed a million pounds, and the power brick was just as big. Uh, apparently, it's smaller than the Xbox One and has the power brick integrated inside. Awesome. I know, like... Awesome. I know... 
So when you're when you're putting the systems in uh, in your entertainment unit and whatever, and your PlayStation just fits there, and it's one cord that plugs into the wall, that's handy. Mm-hmm. And then you, you look at your Xbox, and there's yeah, a huge power brick, huge. And then you plug it in. in if in someone your wall. broke into your house in the middle of the night, you could murder them and with then, that power. And then sorry, just... self defend yourself with that power brick. Yeah, castle, and, castle doctrine, right? <laughs> But then and you, you, you shove it in there and then the mess of tangled wires and then you forget about it. So what? Like Just one more thing. It's I fire. hate it. Yeah. And it gets hot and it has a fan in it and it's loud and... The brick has a fan in it? I mean, it has it has exhaust ports on the side. Oh I God. assume it must have some Throw kind it back of there and not yeah, care about it. No until, yes, until, until it flares up. I don't I, think I mean... Yeah, I wouldn't care. Like, once no. it's plugged in, who gives a shit? Like, at first I was like, this is horrendous. Like, yeah, this thing's half the size of the thing. But then, yeah, you throw it back there and it's fine. I think, like, my argument against it is it shows, like, a a laziness in design because obviously you can do better like the playstation did better right Mm -hmm. i think they were so worried about their heat issues with the xbox 360 and all the red rings that they just made it like twice as big as it needs to be power brick outside like let's take every precaution we can and now here in the revision we can size it down a bit at any rate um they've announced all those all the specs and stuff and now they're expected to announce like show off the hardware i assume and software and I wonder what that even means because, like, we're in a, a situation with the Pro or similarly to the PS4 Pro, where um, every every Scorpio title has to work on the Xbox, right? There there are only Xbox One titles, and they will work better on the Scorpio and and slightly less better on the One, but they have to be the same on both. Yeah. Have they officially made the same statement that Sony has on that? No, we don't. We don't have anything really official yet. No, it's all coming on May the two. But two, you'd think, think, right? Because then, you if assume. you make something for the Scorpio, well, then you're cutting your 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 I, thing I, in half. I feel like they could like make the it's Scorpio optimized and it just kind of limps along on the one. Yeah, like well, it's, it's it's playable in the in the vein of thirty minute load times, ten FPS, yada yada yada. Right? Like, how does it work with PCs? Like. You obviously have the the upper end rigs that can play these games at optimal settings. Yep. Mm-hmm. And how do they work on the lower settings? Perfectly fine. There's there's a recommend like there's a there's a minimum and a recommended spec for every game. Yeah. So yeah, some games don't like there's there's like if Kevin tries to play a game made in the last twenty years, he's no chance. He's yeah, got really play, good snake. I can play games at the lowest settings with no sound. In he, first person. He can play solitaire, but when the cards start shooting their, like, decks out, the computer <laughs> yeah. crashes. Uh, that, that's kind of the, the joy of PC is that, like, when you stick a disc in your PlayStation or your Xbox, you got to play the game. With the PC, there's so many sliders that, yeah, you can, you can play a game like Kevin does where you can't see more than six inches and everything is wireframe. But you can play it, and that that's kind of no, no. Like, and I, I joke about it, but there's I know some people who will, you get to play the game, right? Like, it's it's worse, but you're not playing the game because it looks really good. You're playing because it's a good game. So PC gives you way more granularity in being able to play stuff. I do, I've never bought into PC gaming. I mean, you you are though by being in the console space, you are slow, like it or not. I you know are more and more and, and with, more with every the pro and the Scorpio. Yeah, that's just kind of a step towards that whole that whole way PC gaming is. Hasn't but, Microsoft said that like there's going to be the full crossover between the consoles and Windows 10 and their games for Windows thing? Like they're really yeah. Oh, yeah. like there's the cross and they're already platform. like yeah, they, every already game that, that comes out for Xbox will come out for for PC. I don't know that every first party game, every maybe. first party game, yeah. right? Like and they're, they're moving more towards that. Um. Microsoft is a monolithic company, but I deal with Microsoft, their their software, their their business side a lot, and 
it's a different company than it was five years ago. Like it is staggeringly different. They're, they're agile and they're fast and they're doing things and they're, the development cycle is scarily fast. So I'm willing to believe they got great things coming. It's like all our consoles right now too are like literally just computers, right? They're all x86 based. They, the, the, somehow still x86 based. Yeah. The Xbox runs, uh, just a different version of the operating system I have on my PC. Yeah. And like they're, they're, um, Windows games is what Microsoft makes now, not Windows Xbox games, right. or PC games, just Windows games. And you can, a lot of them you buy on one and get on both, which is awesome. I yeah. fucking love that. It makes me buy games that I don't even want. I have Forza for no reason. I hate racing games. Can I racing games? Uh, Forza, Forza is okay. Forza might be the one I get My into. They're, they're blurring the lines and they're trying to, they're kind of using their Xbox to shunt themselves into being um, PC hardware manufacturers, bizarrely. Like I, I, I would be surprised if the Scorpio didn't have like a, a desktop option of some way, like very close to the, the like the Windows 10 tablet experience. I wonder. It'll be interesting to see. Like if not this generation, within the next, like they're they're, that's the direction the company's going yeah. in. I like this is all just speculation, but I think maybe one more like real hardware jump, one more like here's the Xbox One Two, and then. After that, it's just you're just upgrading. Absolutely, like I got next year's Xbox or last year's Xbox or whatever. The the big thing they're doing is I, it's kind of off topic of games, but I feel like it could tie in. They really love the subscription model for things. So like, like you guys have bought Xbox Live or whatever. Um, Windows 10 is the last operating system Microsoft will put out, and they're going to switch to subscription models for your operating system. So I could see that you you buy a Microsoft license that is your subscription for your. Comp- they will like that that that's fact. Um, I can see that like they'll they'll tie it in together. You yeah, your Xbox Live account is the same as your Windows subscription is the same as your. And you just you write a check to Microsoft every month for all your money and you're done. And <laughs> you get you get pl- like Plex or whatever or sure. Spotify's wrapped in. Yeah, I'm sure. Like actually, you probably need to like at least thirty percent of your money's got to go to Google, but most of your money will go to Microsoft. And that's that that's that's the buy-in. It's going to be soon. I expect something like that. The 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 framework of that's going to be announced with this. Maybe we just start subscribing to Microsoft and they like literally rent you a console. I I pay Microsoft a hundred dollars a year, and anytime there's a new Xbox, they send it to me and say, "Okay, time to send in your, your old one." Right, but could you repair those ones you were renting? No. Uh, well, I didn't <laughs> complain about it yeah, ten not. years ago, right, 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 so right, I might right, as well right, go right, fuck yeah. myself. Right, that's there a good you go. point. That's why I'm complaining about as many things as possible right now to get the groundwork in. Well, you <laughs> have to. <laughs> well, you're gonna. Have, I really hope that you were making notes of all this stuff you complain about because ten years from now, internet notes. Are we yeah. going to remember this? The po- I'll, I'll go listen to the podcast, like our podcast from 10 years ago, that are probably still there, I'm sure. If we have podcasts from 10 years ago on the internet right now. Yeah, boom. If well, the Scorpio and the Pro take off, and this- lose a whole bunch of the episodes? No. This becomes this becomes <laughs> how things are. I think this is where like video games leave me. Don't. Don't let them leave you. Why don't you just, like- Because I'm not into- It's not- It's not- it's not the like because you're not learning to code. Okay, so it's not you're no, not learning no, no, to be no, the guy in the not, matrix and just seeing it's nonsense. It's just down like, screens. And like, oh yes, I need more RAM on machine number two. <laughs> Brandon, like, we've had this conversation about how why I don't like PC gaming, and it's, yeah. it's the complete opposite of what the example you gave. I want to be able to put my disc in, not even put my disc in anymore, <laughs> but I want to be able to boot up a game and have it run as good as it can, and not worry about anything. Sure. You can just do because that, though. You can. There, there are ways to do that in a PC setting, listen, and you're losing a little bit of the you, top you end. You gave, you gave the the example of Kevin being able to run run his game and turn everything down, and it looking like kind of shit, but him still being able to play. I don't want to play my games like that. I, I want to 
Uncharted looks incredible, yeah. and it's going to play, and that's perfect. I don't want to worry about any of that 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 technical stuff. I think- and if I'm going to have to buy a PlayStation Pro for the next Uncharted game. I don't really want to do that, especially if like if 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 Uncharted runs on my regular PlayStation, but it's optimized for the Pro and for me to have the proper Uncharted experience, the shit that I'm used to, like I don't want to have to buy another PlayStation for that. It, Not until like a full fledged PlayStation comes out in a few years. That's that's the question though. Like if this if the Pro was the PS5, is your opinion different? Because it's it's been a while that the four has been out for a while. They could. The Pro could have been a five. Yeah, oh, like, the Pro has only been out for three years. Or, sorry, the PlayStation. The, the PlayStation 4 has only been out for yeah, three years. Yeah, and that's not that's long fine. enough for me. That's not. That's, that's a short, let's, almost as short as the Dreamcast. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. Like PC gamers are totally fine with 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 uh, upgrading their computers and stuff. I'm not. As a console player, I'm not. I will play pay $80 for my game so that I can have that sort of like security. It's yeah, I want you, you want your game to be... You, you want the game that you buy on day one that the PlayStation comes out yes. to run the same way as the game that you buy the last day that they put out a game for the PlayStation. But that's not the case now. Yeah, it's not the case as far as like patches and stuff goes. But yeah, like I well, no, but I mean it's yeah. it's the same well, basic idea. You, no, you they, never have to upgrade your PlayStation. Uh, that is has what he's right. Like when you buy a PlayStation, every game you buy for that PlayStation will work on that. PlayStation. You're right. Yeah. everybody yeah. playing Uncharted Four on the same model PlayStation Four will have the exact. More well, no, but his argument is like whatever right? release co- title of the PlayStation Four will run, and then whatever the last game that gets released before the PlayStation Four is yeah, you, will run. You, you don't want to say though. Like, look at when you got things like Destiny or or Shadow of Mordor on the Xbox 360 and PS3 that didn't have the Nemesis system in it, didn't have fundamental gameplay systems in it. Well, that was for the previous generation. Sure, and yeah. you'll be in a situation like that eventually, where the last game released on the PlayStation Four will also be coming out on the PlayStation Five. Okay, so like ninety percent. But okay, so like if if they had if they had marketed the Pro as a PlayStation Five, then I'd be maybe like looking into getting it. But then if it came to light, like it's just like graphics upgrade. I'm like, no, that's all anything yeah. is, and that's the same as like <laughs> phones and shit, like. I used to buy into like the the latest iPhone all the time. This year, I'm like, no, it's a fucking same phone as long as it runs Instagram, as long as it runs Reddit, and as long as my porn runs fine. Like, I'm good. <laughs> what I'm is your good. like? What is your specific aversion to PC gaming? What is it the having to like play with the settings? It's becoming little and little, little smaller and smaller because right. I know fucking games are cheap mm-hmm. and they're good games. Oh yeah, they're cheap. Yeah. Uh, it's just the fact that, and like you, you, it's just the fact that I don't want to be sitting at a desk to play it. And I know they have what it's called HDMI cables. Yes, <laughs> and it's also the fa- for the fact that like yeah, if like if I wanted to play, I don't know what game. What's a good game on PC now? Anything that comes to comp. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Okay. I don't, what do you, I don't know. You know, you guys like know exactly PC, what that PC types exclusive? of games. PC only game? The what types you, of games that I like. Uncharted. Sure. Let's say Uncharted was a multi-platform Middle, uh, thing. Bayonetta just came to Steam this week. Really? Let's say 1999. Un- Uncharted was an, uh, a multi-platform <laughs> thing and I could get it on whatever I wanted. I would still get it on P- uh, PlayStation because, again, if... It'll, it'll look perfectly fine and really good on my PlayStation, but if I wanted... If, if I were to get it on PC, like... It would look optimally better or the the best with like the upgraded shit. I just think like you uh, you're getting the the wrong view of it because when the people oh, you talk to about PCs, the people that love the 
the customizability of PCs. Right? Yeah. There's there's certain people that'll go out and buy a PC and stick it in the corner and plug in the giant power brick and never touch it, and they'll keep buying games for it and yada yada yada. And that's that's something you can still do with PCs. I know. That's a fine way to do it. There, you can, fine. you can set your PC up now, so you press one button, and it says, eh, like, we think this is kind of how it should look. It, it's not the best, but it's pretty close. In that and case, that's totally I would have fine. to shell out, what, upwards to, what, two grand? You could buy if, a great PC right now for, like, 500 bucks. Like, is that in Canada, true? It's like if you, I don't know if, if that's you want to be, true. It's absolutely if true. If you want to be a crazy person know, sure. and future-proof yourself for the next 10 years... And that's the thing. Then, yes, spend the I will show thousands up. of dollars. If you want to spend as much as you're going to spend on a new console, you will still get a much better PC yeah, if, for the same price. If you want to buy still. whatever... I don't know what the specs on the Pro are, whatever the Scorpio is. If you want to buy a PC of specs of that, probably about the same as the console would cost you as a PC. Mm-hmm. Run out of legs. No, Run I, out of legs to stand <laughs> on. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> no... You have no excuses, old man. Like, we we Just like, say it. We like the, 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 the mutability of it, and that's what gets us excited. So that's what we talk about. Yeah. But there's the people that don't fucking touch their PCs, and they treat them like a console, and those are perfectly valid, and they're great, and they're fine. Some people just plug them into their TVs, and you steam big picture. The yeah. savages. You can con- or controllers work on it. Like it's I know, I know, I know. So yes, it's so blurry right it's now. It's getting smaller and smaller, for real. It's just, I do not, like, for me... You just hate the letters P and C. No, that's he not does. I do. He that's does. Not I hate at all. He hates. I constantly, every time I'm, every time Matt talks about cheap games or whatever games on Steam, I'm like, fuck, that's cheap. Every time Matt talks now, I'm like, the same reaction. Yeah. Like, yeah and I'm like, oh, I just paid $80 for Mass Effect Andromeda. You can't like, even refund fuck. it. I just paid $69.99 and refunded it, bitch. <laughs> That's the main reason why I got it on uh, disc was so that if I didn't like it, I could just sell it. It's just at this point, like, who's buying those? I figure yeah, I could get twenty bucks for it. Yeah, effect. you gotta like take it into like EB and they're yeah. like, here's a dollar. Yeah, yeah four ninety nine as long as you buy a copy of Horizon Zero Dawn with this credit. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. old man Oliver hates PCs. There's nothing more to say. And I always have, and yeah. I probably always will. And again, if the, this if this sort of thing with the pro and the Scorpio takes off, it, it will leave me. Like the dark, I, the dark secret is your PlayStation Four is just the PC. Yeah, like, do you think you can even put new know, hard drives and shit? Like it is just. the And PC. I've done that, and that's fine. But like, it's the fact that like this this pro and these and these Scorpios are only good, or they're only like graphical upgrades, right? And well, no. That, that's they're technical. It they're, down. Yes, they're technical upgrades. Sure. Yes, more memory bandwidth, more RAM, more more teraflops. Oh yeah, all the teraflops. Six teraflops. It's I don't know. It. You guys know. Like I, I know you. I guys, don't know what six teraflops means. I know, Brandon. You're new to this, and I've I've said this the whole PCs fucking time. Like good. I I'm don't new like to a lot PC of gaming. I hear you. I hear you. And I like my gaming. Go buy a Mac. <laughs> I like I like specific games in which the console delivers them to me perfectly fine. Like what what is it what is what is it Uncharted like on PC? Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider's on I, PC. I can also get that on my console and it runs perfectly. I like too. we're biased cuz we're we're very PC people. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Like the when we talk about the low end the garbage like playing it on PC version, that's basically what consoles are, period. Yep. Like PCs, like I joke about Kevin playing on wireframe, but like the average PC, you're going to play effectively at console level and then be able to go up from there. You get games that look really good. The Xbox One doesn't run anything natively at 1080p and fucking can barely hit 30 frames a second on most things. Yeah, and it's all that type the of stuff. The limit of the that, human eye, 30, yeah. I'm kind of not into uh, like 
But you don't things you don't, looking good. That's, that's yeah, just be like you. You don't, you don't need to know the numbers. That, you don't need to know the numbers. You'll just be like, yes, this looks fucking awesome. It I doesn't pressed, need to look good I for it to be the, a fun experience, though. No, but, but would, it's more fun if it looks wouldn't good. you? Wouldn't uh, you rather I, I, have I it look better? And pay less. Uh, what so kind of looks, porn do you watch? As long as it's like pay less. Yes, <laughs> pay less is like. Let's just say I don't watch nothing but HD. Okay, <laughs> pay less is the biggest hangup. Also, I have. you have the you, you have the right to repair every single piece of that PC if you want. If something crops out, you don't have to go buy another twelve hundred dollar PC. You throw the bad stick of RAM in the garbage, and you go buy another thirteen dollars stick of RAM and throw it in. Yeah, but if you don't know anything about PCs... The greatest thing about society today, Kevin, is that any one of us can learn how to do anything like an expert in 35 seconds That's on YouTube. That's true. I yeah. just did my own plumbing yesterday. I just fun. replaced well, you know, the yeah, fucking sure. turn signal relay in my truck yesterday on a complete YouTube video. I can't even yeah, change the oil in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you don't know why your computer is fucking up... Then watching a YouTube video isn't really yeah. Helpful. And then but like first the, you type the symptoms into YouTube and go, oh yes, I see it's probably this. Yeah, my, my job is to to do that, and all you do is type what's going on into Google. <laughs> Seriously, this is this is me putting myself out of work here. But just type the fucking things. <laughs> learn how to Google things properly. It's this, not as scary as you think it is. I feel like you it's built not, it up a lot to yourself. I I know. I, I'm just gonna give you a PC one day. I'm just gonna give it to you, and you'll just plug it into your TV. And it'll be this one that I won't be using anymore. Matt, and it'll like just every go. year, I always ask you, like, "Hey, let's let's build me a PC." Let's do it. And like, and right I now, I, I right now, I, it's not happening. This I think is not I, a statement I'm making right now because I have no money. I think I usually say, like, I'm not really the person to ask, but my friend Brandon knows a shitload about them, so maybe just to, you know, send him a spec, he'll hook you up. And he was like, "Well, send him a spec." See, that see, that's I'm, already hey, you're I'm already going care. too much. One one PC, please. One monitor. Okay, PC that plays games. Uh, I don't really want to talk about any of these other news stories. Uh, the Fallout 4 VR, the Fallout 4 VR is supposed to be the Mario VR. Help ticket in. Do you think that's legit? You think that feels like fluff? Like that? Yes, totally. It can't be. No, I, I believe like the the Mario VR has got to be a ground up VR title. The whole uh, like point of the story was. Uh, wireless VR is not that far in the future, and that's awesome. Yeah, because AMD bought that company that was was getting close. Exactly, and I think a lot of the Fallout Four stuff kind of got lumped in with yeah. that. Uh, I totally still think Fallout Four in VR is going to just be Fallout Four. I think it's going to be bad in VR. So do I. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be bad. And I love Fallout Four. If the way I imagine it, where they have shoehorned in like VR movement, and you're looking at the Pip Boy, and like you can pick guns up off the ground or whatever, uh, yes, in is bad in my mind. Yeah, I, think I, d- I don't know what it's going to be though. I'm only like if any company could blow my mind with it, it could be them. Yeah, it would be a huge. I would love nothing more than for it to come out and be awesome and be the thing that like, oh my god, everyone, you have to buy a headset. This is incredible. Yeah, that would be the greatest thing for this industry, for the VR industry. But I don't think so. Me neither. We'll see. Why do you think it's going to be bad? Like you like Fallout Four, you said. Yeah, I just I think like the Fallout Four mechanics don't play over into VR. I think like what makes Fallout Four good just doesn't do in VR. Is so it's gaming, but it's so different. The things that are like are good in VR aren't traditional. What's good in gaming? Like it's you think like, about all the stuff you love about all the games you love, and those don't translate over to VR, and they shouldn't. Because like the we, we've talked about this previously when Ian and I went off of VR. If, like reloading your gun and like doing like weird stuff that could only exist in VR and Fallout's not about that. No. I think I think anything with like a dialogue tree would just feel awkward in VR. Just pointing your hand. What if and you like, could say it? If, if you could say it. What if it if shows you? Could, no. If you could say it, I would I would be okay with that. It's got that mic right in the Vive. 
and I think the Oculus uh, like sensors have a mic on them too. So in theory, any headset should have a mic. What if you just read off? See, the but line? That, that's a little hacky, and like that's what makes Fallout great is all That'd the dialogue cool. and all the stuff. Like it's just they're not. It, it doesn't make sense. I think the the V like. I just like to say the Mario VR. They said Mario or Sonic. Like yeah. they talked about, it's going to be the thing. It's hopefully that, it's not the Sonic of VR. Jesus, I want to go fast. What? Sonic oh. One and Two were like I love the Sonic. greatest Sonic. games. You ever play Sonic Adventures? And then all the other games. Sonic Heroes. Sonic Adventures One and Two. That's some. That's some money. I've taken my chows to Chow Island. You don't got to tell me about all right, Sonic all right, Adventures. All right, all right. <laughs> it's, it's battle some chows. A lot of bad this. Sonic games. Is all I'm Those saying. Those are good. I, Aven- I think Adventures is legit a good game. There were some. Dreamcast. Uh, I was on the cube. Hmm. Maybe at least two was. Maybe you weren't taking your chalice to Chow Island and Adventures. Oh no, then. Think of a Dreamcast. No, yeah, one. you take your. Yeah, you have to go bring them like the vials, like whatever. I think like VR is so different from regular gaming that ad- adapting a game and calling it like, the pioneer of it is just yeah. isn't isn't an option. I'm totally the same way. I sort of get what you guys. Are say- I sort of get what you guys are saying as like like you guys are owners of VR and you guys playing fucking prolonged sessions of uh, Fallout 4 would kind of suck but as guys that are kind of coming over and hey can I try Fallout 4 and I put on the visor and I'm in the wasteland and I'm looking around and looking at my Pip-Boy and fucking I would love that I would love to demo how's yeah how, in how, universe but like the game does and, the I mean like walking around Walking around and like encountering raiders or whatever, or okay. Deathclaw. Let's walk through. Let's let's play out this thought experiment. You're walking around VR. You encounter raiders or whoever the Deathclaw. How do you play Fallout? What do you do? You fucking immediately hit your freeze time to yep, target. Freeze time. Fun. How does that work? That's like a an overlayer, oh. like an AR. That'd be weird. That would feel weird. And then when you come out of it, your body re. I, I don't know. Just like well, maybe it's like super hot. Maybe you can just stop time in. Follow for VR, you can stop time. But you have to stand still. That's the new power. <laughs> Love stopping time. No, you, you press the... it, and then, yeah, it would zoom in. That would be kind of weird, right? Because that would the totally real, disorient you. You don't realize how shaky your hands are oh, until yeah. you've held a oh, black yeah. control at arm's length and tried to select something in the distance. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> it, would, it, would have to, it, uh, it would have to bring you up uh, the, uh, the way it brings you up in the game. You've got But then you just select, point. like, Brandon's arm or whatever. It's pew, 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 pew. And then it zooms back out, and, and you get shoo. sick again. And there's there's so many like the minutia of it. I, Actually, I don't, yeah, like then it you can't it, to shoot. it can't be Fallout for console. I don't think it can't just be Fallout for console with a VR mode like no. it's stitched in. It, it can't yeah, be. like uh, maybe they're building something completely different. That's that's in Fallout Four. But How cool would it be if it was like a survival game? Like sure. all those mechanics are built in, right? And you just survive in the wasteland. There's something like I. Calling it if it's Fallout Four VR and they call it that and it's something completely different, then they've just I feel like they've mismarketed. They just tacked on Fallout Four, but yeah, I can't see what I think of as Fallout game VR being the VR you know ship. Like, come on, Mario is just a thing, right? Like it 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 resonates with everyone, right? That's not going to be Fallout. Well, I think we're supposed to find out later this year. Yeah, one way or the other, it's coming. Like I'm gonna. What would you pay? You own Fallout, right? Yep. What would you pay for VR Fallout? 20 bucks. Can I return it? <laughs> I'd feel okay about paying nineteen ninety nine. If it was like thirty, I'd raise an eyebrow. If it was forty, I think I'll pass. Unless I, it looks like it's this amazing new yeah, thing. I don't think there's a price point where I don't do it just because I gotta know. Uh, <laughs> I've had my heart broken so many times. Yeah. I yeah. Speaking of heartbreaks, let's read some emails. Podcast at TalkingReckless.com is the email address. Uh, Kevin, why don't you read 
our one and only email. This email was so good, we only got one. This is, this is how much we like you. I'm not going to force him. Duncan writes in, Dear the men who talk reckless. Hey dudes, I've been listening to the pod since I was in the sixth grade. I am now a freshman in college. To the returning members, can't wait to hear from you again. To the new members, can't wait to fall in love with you. I'm already in love with you, Duncan. <laughs> anyway, my question to you guys goes as such. At my university, <laughs> there is a class that uses VR technology to help teach the class. Do you guys think VR tech will ever become something common you'd find in a classroom? And how effective do you think VR would be to teach at a college level or lower? Also, how do you see it fitting into everyday life? Should VR and AR develop outside of gaming? Thanks, friends. I'd like to know what class that is that uses those headsets. I would, too. Super cool. I, I feel like there's like, a huge value there. Totally. I feel like it's got to be, like, some sort of computer class. Why? I, I, like, the thing that immediately jumps to mind is the, have you done, like, the, the human body or whatever it's called? The yeah. VR thing where it shows, like, the anatomy and you're, yeah. you're like, looking through the skeleton and all that? Like, or, that stuff uh, seems amazing. An, an astronomy class would uh, make sense, too, because they have all those planet tech demo things that we were checking out uh when i first came over and tried it out you do a lot of like, like mechanics too right like pull totally. apart an engine in vr yeah. like, or was- like uh, uh another podcast i listened to a guy's getting his pilot's license and is literally learning to fly his plane the exact plane that he flies in real life in vr so which cool. is awesome because like you're, you're hitting all the same toggles right in the same order and all that shit because uh, it's, it's a lot cheaper to uh to code up an interface than to go buy like a Co- a virtual cockpit right like oh yeah 100 percent. like so i think yeah I, I think there's an amazing amount of of depth there available uh i've also heard things too where if you see something in like hearing something is not nearly as impactful as seeing it obviously mm-hmm. so like if i tell you that it takes uh you know two trees to make that pack of paper towels or whatever you're like yeah okay if we go in vr How and bigger we, your paper towels you know they're very absorbent um <laughs> If you go into VR and you watch them turn those two trees into that pack of paper towels, you are much more likely to use less paper towels in the future because you know how... But, I mean, you don't need to go into VR to do that. You can... No, I can just tell you, and it's totally... You're like, or you yeah, can yeah, watch okay. a video. Like, there's, there's, there's some ways that it makes sense, like the flight sim thing where you're learning to fly. Like You that. just watch a video of a helicopter, how That's to fly a helicopter. a little bit different... Is it though? Yes. No. Yes, doing it is. doing something Do- and being invested, regardless of if you are actively like learning a physical skill, like flipping toggles in a helicopter or viewing something like the human anatomy, I think is always much more impactful uh, being involved than passively watching a video. Well, yeah, sure. But I think I accept your apology. I think the way you explained it didn't make a lot of sense because yeah, you you explained it from you explained sucked. it from the passive watcher perspective yeah like watching something in vr watching something happen in vr is the exact same as watching something happen yeah on a your professor no, can not. roll in yeah, it is. No, it is. it's completely different no it isn't no, you're gonna be the there same. and you're gonna see the physical scale of that tree and you're gonna see the, everything that goes into it and it it Feels a lot more real and impactful. Sure, God, how big is this paper towel roll? That can be Huge. that can like, be something massive. that's shown it's in a like a video process. Yeah, no, you can I, easily I show that in a video. I'm using, yes, the, I'm using the Kevin here. Yeah, that's true. But like, you, VR is just it's you pay way more attention than watching. I don't know. It, I heard that exact uh, example referenced in the scientific paper about VR. So <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> how big are these? Like that's so it's long. a very inefficient process. I'm never using paper towel again. Good. The message works. <laughs> tiny, we, how big are these trees like tiny tiny trees big towels 
Um, the the, 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 the podcast helicopter right there. cockpit and the uh, airplane cockpit is definitely something. Like, yeah, you could use. Yeah, but again, like, yeah, what what kind of course is this guy taking? Like, we like we talk like anatomy, mechanics. There's a lot of. Very I, interesting I think uses. until we get the five fingered gloves to allow. Yeah, like. Because even even like go, like breaking apart movements. an engine, yeah. and like you're kind of just clunking around. And yeah, like that would take be terrible. One piece off where we're at right there. now, that would be totally terrible yeah. to try and learn something. Yeah, but because you're not you're not like changing stuff, but you can like pull it apart and see how the constituent pieces go together, right? Like you, it pulls out into like this diagram. If you see. God, I'm gonna try and like name car parts here, or obviously. like the circuitry <laughs> for your radio <laughs> yeah, like, in your you, car. You can just pull it up. You can like dig down. Like basically, I you, get it. You look at an engine. You keep like doing motions to pull it apart and see yeah i get it and that's cool but i mean like when when you're learning to be a mechanic like it's not just general parts like it's down to the screws and little springs and gaskets and stuff you can see those and it'll list all the information on the screws you can click on it you're not you're not physically turning a screwdriver to take a screw out you are putting the thing over it it doesn't it doesn't replace the practical hands-on but it's i think it's a better way to teach the theory and it's a very low uh like uh, cost, I guess, is, is a way to put it. You don't have to buy the heli. You don't have to buy the helicopter cockpit to learn how to. You don't have to risk crashing a helicopter to learn how to fly a helicopter. Yeah, you buy the thousand dollar headset and away you go. The or you, or one, you can buy the forty dollar book and read it. The helicopter one is very. But good. That, that's provably worse than the experience. Yeah, totally. Let's boat. you and me each learn how to pilot a helicopter. I'll do it in VR. You do it with the forty dollar book. And let's see who does it. The helicopter. Helicopter. Okay. You find a forty dollar textbook. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I can find it uh, used online. The helicopter analogy is way better than the car analogy or the paper towel analogy. Wow, that hurts. The paper towel analogy is yeah. is the is the but gold I mean, like, standard of analogy. Even with cars, like there's a million fucking decaying cars out there that they bring into the shop. That yeah. these kids have hands on, like hands on experience with, anyways. So that's that's kind of a bad thing. Like I, I'm not replacing the hands-on or replacing because there's there's a hands-on and there's a theory portion. I'm saying this replaces the theory portion. The sitting in class, listening to someone drone on, you get to like listen to the drone on and also visualize. I think that's that's a value. Here's how to take a liver out. Do you want to try it in VR first, or should you just want to get in there and? And they can stop buying all those operation sets that buzz. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's a it's a bad analogy because so you know I'm not me. physically cutting anything with my hand. You guys have offended me at your close mind. I know my paper towel. Well, no, but <laughs> the paper towel analogy is solid. The paper. T- <laughs> we will build this podcast on the rock that is the paper towel analogy. It's it's very practical. Learning, yeah, and it's very it cool. Is, it is. And I think honestly, I think we're going to start seeing it as it becomes more and more uh, affordable. I think we're going to start seeing it in more and more classrooms. I think it has to become way more affordable before we start seeing it in classrooms. Yeah, you, I don't know. university I imagine, classrooms maybe not. I imagine like schools like, can get grants and shit to like buy a bunch of fucking VR I, headsets. You know, I don't entirely think that the schools, if they get these grants, unless it's a grant specifically designed to put VR into classrooms, there are way better things that you could spend that money on than VR. Let's name ten. Any sort Podcast, of field trip. talking reckless. <laughs> the worst. No, your field trips suck. You can go. You can go to space worst. in VR. No, you can't. Yes, you can. What? We've been to space in VR. In this house. I've been in your living room looking at space. You've been to I've space. I've been to space. You've been to space no, in that's... VR. Yes, you have. Oh, God. You just want to go up there and try it for real before you do it in VR is what you're telling me. That's right. You're that's ridiculous. Right. Podcast at TalkingReckless.com is the email address. Uh, if you like wrestling, tune into our good friends over at the SatPod, our brother show, satpod.podbean.com.
follow the podcast on Twitter if you want. Talk Reckless Pod. Everyone has their heads in their hands now. We're, 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 we're processing. Processing. That's huh? You didn't and I didn't. Well, yeah, you're right. The handsome members of the podcast. Yeah, and the good brothers. Uh, Talk Reckless Pod is the podcast Twitter on Twitter. Talking about Reckless on Instagram. Yep. Anybody got any closing thoughts? I have one. The paper towel analogy is sound. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. One more time. No. Two, no. Two, two trees per roll. All right. If you buy that six pack, dozen trees. Talk Reckless Dozen trees. Pod. Thanks so much for being here. Episode 175 in the books. We'll see you here on the next edition of the Talking Reckless Podcast.